Greetings, and welcome to Loaded Cart Gaming's 2019 E3 Spectacular. Enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, you know what? We got too much shit to talk about. Let's just do this. What's up, Dan? What's up, Drew? Hey, what's going on, Paul? <laughs> Uh, there's just so much. It's E3. We, there's just this is gonna this is gonna push like two and a half hours anyway, probably. So let's just go. Hopefully not. I gotta sleep at some point. Yeah, me too, buddy. I'd love to sleep. Too after just after, uh, after seven hours of streaming last night and nine hours of work, I'm I could use some sleep. Yeah, I I feel you, man. I feel you. All right. Well, so as Paul kind of alluded to, we have ever friend of the show. Drew of Hops and Heroes fame with us again today because uh, we've been bullshitting with him about EA and EA and all of E3 for <laughs> the past week. You want to come keep BSing with us on the yeah, show? Yeah, pretty much. We had we had a, uh, a Facebook group, like a Facebook group message uh, when we were playing on Minecraft on a Minecraft server. We just started posting E3 shit and just never closed it. So Fuck it. Here you go. Come on, buddy. Let's just talk. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's good to be back. <laughs> yeah. always, it's been since episode you. 24 since you guys have been on. Oh, is that? Okay. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I, went, I went back in the archives to take a look <laughs> to see when the last time you guys were on here. Excellent. So, do we just get like one word descriptors of every game? Kind of. I don't think <laughs> we're... So, what I think we're going to do is I think we'll kind of do an overview of like each of the shows because there's, yeah. there's only a handful of them there's i think six now maybe seven mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and then we'll kind of hit the big release dates that were announced because there are some games that have big release dates that we need uh some a lot of stuff isn't coming until 2020 unfortunately but oh fuck it's, it's e3 uh and then <laughs> i forgot to watch devolver digital god damn it <laughs> You would actually like Devolver Digital. I know. I of, like them every year. A couple of the games they announced look amazing. Um, I like I like them every year, and I'm so mad at myself right one now. One of them is a better Contra game than the Contra game. Yeah, Valfaris. I saw that. That was <laughs> yeah. part of the PC one. Yeah. Oh no, there's I think there's another one. It this I don't I don't remember. I'll I'll have to look. I'm pretty sure that was Devolver. Oh shit. Maybe. There's more. <laughs> 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 because because the new okay. Segue real quick. The new Contra game looks kind of assy. Yes. It's just don't don't just go back to two D. Anyway, moving along. Look, we get we gotta get we got a clip. We can't even do news today. This is all news. This is a newscast. Okay. Yeah. There's there's no news because E three is news. Like everything yes. in this. Is news. Everything and about this is news. So, I guess to kind of started off, there was a bunch of announcements prior to E three. Like that's where most of these press conferences actually happen. They all happen before E three actually starts because E three doesn't start until I think Monday. So anything that happens mm -hmm. before Monday is before E three ever happens. Yeah. Um, but one of the big ones out of the gate was that Bungie had a big event where they talked about their future now that they're no longer paired with Activision Thank and God. the future of Destiny two. And the future of Destiny two is bonkers like the stuff that they're talking about now so they're talking everything originally released with destiny 2 plus all of their year one content is going to be free to play on every platform that's pretty cool and plus saves are cross-platform so if you play on pc you can download it for free on ps4 and play it on ps4 
that was the best part about that announcement. Yeah. And then all future content is basically DLC releases. So they $20 for the next patch that comes out, $20 for the next expansion or whatever. And I believe the way they were talking about it is it unlocks across all of your account. So that's pretty awesome. You can still you could sit down and play it on your PS4, you can sit down on your Xbox One and play it, you can sit down on your PC and play it. And it's the same character, the same progression across every game system, which is kind of amazing. Which, I mean, since that just is syncing, synced to the cloud, all I have to do is log into your account, which is great. Yeah. And, like, they're basically rolling back a lot of the micro... Thank God. Microtransaction stuff with the game <laughs> that Activision made them do. And, like, yeah. it's... Like, looking at a lot of their announcements, it's insane. Like, you wait, you're doing what? <laughs> you're doing all this good shit? You're, you're actually listening to players and how they don't like microtransactions? Holy shit. Yeah, so they're they're one, they're completely changing their business model. And the other thing that's really interesting is that they're actually referring to it as an MMO now. Like, and they're embracing it from the point of like, this is an MMO game and we're building raids and we're actually structuring it like an MMO now. And so that's I'm wondering... their design going forward. And it's the first time they've ever really said, yes, Destiny is an MMO because they've avoided it forever. I'm wondering if that was them or if that was Activision pushing Probably. Because they didn't want it to be looped in with like World of Warcraft. Yeah, yeah. Because, and and let's let's be honest, it was never a competitor for any of those things. It was always Mm -hmm. just this, honestly, pretty solid FPS MMO, which I don't Mm -hmm. see a problem with that. None of the players who play it see a problem with that. Why should you? Yeah. I don't know. Um, But I'm honestly pretty excited about that drew any any thoughts uh yeah i'm excited about is it called shadow keepers the new yeah, dlc shadow keep or shadow keeper i think is the next yeah yeah shadow and they're bringing back um eris morn which is like everybody's favorite goth grandmother <laughs> uh from <laughs> destiny one um yeah that's a great description <laughs> honestly yeah yeah uh, it looks exciting i'm excited to try it i'm kind of excited about stadia like once this all stuff hits yeah. i mean i played the beta back when they did it uh with assassin's creed odyssey mm-hmm. and it ran great <laughs> and so i don't know i'm excited for their service yeah. <laughs> and, and it is going to be sweet because one of the things that they said is that they were with their new expansion they're bringing back a lot of the places people loved in destiny one yeah and i never played destiny one because it never came out on pc okay right. and and so, like, it, it'll be interesting to see all these areas that people love. And they're basically just <laughs> tons and tons of fan service now that they're on their own, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fan service will get you a long way. <laughs> yeah. I actually played uh, Destiny 1 on Xbox One. And honestly, I wasn't a huge fan, which is why when we played Destiny 2 together, I was surprised at how much I enjoyed it. Because I feel like they learned a lot from the mistakes they made in the first one, and clearly they learned even more if they're doing this. Yeah. So yeah, that that was the really big pre-press conference announcement. I think I want to say it went alongside the big EA stuff, but I can't remember if it if it did or not. But that kind of brings us to EA, which I, I would say they probably kind of crapped the bed. Um, they, they, I think, beforehand said that they weren't going to really be at E3 and they weren't going to do an E3 press conference. So they did this yeah. E3 pl- EA play event. And yeah. 
they basically did like five little mini press conferences focusing on their games. Mm-hmm. And really only one of them was interesting at all, in oh, my yeah. opinion, because most of them were like, hey, here's the new update to Madden. Here's the new <laughs> update of FIFA. Here, here's 45 minutes on NHL 2020. <laughs> You're not excited about the mermaid expansion for the Sims 4? Oh, there's a mermaid expansion? <laughs> <laughs> Finally, mermaids. Yeah. I mean, they have can vampires. I, I, Might as well have mermaids now. Can I just quit the podcast now? No. <laughs> so the, the two interesting things that ea talked about one was jedi fallen order that's being done by respawn and god yes this actually looks amazing yes yes give it to me now yeah and it it comes out november 19th no it comes out today give it to me now (laughs) so the thing with this like i skipped the ea presentation because i didn't want spoilers because they literally did like 20 minutes of actual playthrough from the start of the game on the ea stream so you can see tons and tons of actual gameplay and story if you want through the ea play thing but really i just wanted to like i want the release date and then i want to see a trailer i don't i don't want big spoilers of because i want to play this game a lot especially with how good it looks and honestly i want to say that's a i kind of liked that about ea's thing is that they allow they gave you a lot of in-depth knowledge if you wanted it it was there there's tons of in-depth stuff go take a look if you really want to see all the refreshes for sports um and god who wants that and (laughs) and if you really want to see 20 minutes of gameplay footage because a lot of people do want to see gameplay footage go look at go look at that that's great but this also dovetails into the microsoft thing which is what you're talking about with the trailer yeah, kind of. Microsoft had a trailer for for Fallen Order, which yeah, was really, really cool. nice one. Uh, but one of the EA things they did was talk about Anthem, which uh, did not leave, I think, anyone in the entire internet gaming sphere with high hopes for Anthem going forward. It's just it's unfortunate. It, it was very all of the impressions I've, I've also heard are like that it was kind of really half-ass and it just didn't seem like they care and that they really have a plan to fix it. There's, Oh, we're going to, we're going to just keep, keep chugging along. We've got our roadmap that they have already thrown out once. And uh, yeah, people are, are not hopeful for Anthem. They're like, all right, cool. Anthem failed. Let's, let's do uh, whatever the next, not how why do I want to call it Dragon Warrior? Oh, Dragon, Dragon Age. Age. Yeah. <laughs> like, because you got Dragon Warrior. Dragon Warrior. Warrior. Dragon Warrior. Uh, the next Dragon Warrior game, right? No, wrong, wrong uh, I was gonna say RFP Dragon Age. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, like like they uh buried Mass Effect. Yep. <laughs> Looks like they're about to bury <laughs> Anthem. Uh, Anthem and then boom. Yeah. <laughs> Can they just I mean <laughs> What happened to Bioware? Can can we have Bioware back from about ten years ago, back when they you know made games? Yeah, no, I think a lot of the problem is is you have the the corporate structure that's really killing any sort of fun. The way that they do business. Yeah, unfortunately. And it's funny because like a lot of their their core games that they used to do, like. Baldur's Gate 3, which we'll talk about later, is being done by a completely different company now. Totally okay with that. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want it to die. I don't want it to just become a shell of its former self. Yeah. So. Anyway. But then we Microsoft? get to Microsoft. Like, yeah. Microsoft, I think, did really good this year. Absolutely. I'd, I'd say a solid B plus A minus from Microsoft this year. I don't what know. Do think, what do you think, Drew? Do you think think they did better or worse than last year? Uh, They did better. I still don't, they still didn't blow me away with like any of the games they were showing because a lot of the stuff they're showing, I'm like, yeah, but I can get that on PS4. I don't think they were trying to. <laughs> yeah. I, but I know a lot of their stuff is just like, you know, get our stuff played anywhere. I mean, they had some really good announcements with the uh, the Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is, that was really you know, sweet. Yeah. That's going to do really good. Um, I mean, they showed a ton of games, which was awesome. I just yeah. don't think they still didn't have like the one exclusive game or something to be like, oh, I need to go buy Xbox One now. I don't. Yeah. I don't think they're trying to. That's the yeah, whole thing. The, I don't the, think they're going to do that at all. Yeah. the The thing with Microsoft that they've been doing a lot recently is it looks like they're really working on partnering with other people because they know that like they're they're not going to beat Sony in console sales. They just they mm-hmm. know they're not. So one of the things they've been doing is they have Microsoft X cloud, which is like this massive global cloud infrastructure used for giant corporations for all of their business data. And so they have this whole system built out and they're just like, Hey, look, if you want to do cloud gaming, we already have the infrastructure. Sony let's work together. Nintendo let's work together and you can use our cloud infrastructure for your cloud services. And you don't have to rely on, that guy over there with the big G in his name. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Nintendo is already signed on. They're bringing Xbox oh, yeah. Live to the Switch, which is aces, two thumbs up, because Nintendo Switch Online is ass. Right. <laughs> and Sony is working with Microsoft on whatever Sony's streaming platform is going to be going forward for yeah. streaming game content instead of downloading game content. To, to briefly dip back to what Drew mentioned about Xbox, Xbox, uh, Microsoft Game Pass Ultimate. Um, so PC Game Pass is, was announced alongside this, and that is basically 100 games by August and a combined. So basically the, the PC one is going to be $9.99 a month. You don't have to worry about anything else, just the PC games. You'll get 100 of them that are crossplay compatible as far as I know, but yeah. all of them are just like, you've got 100 games. Here you go for 10 bucks a month. But... The really nice part was the ultimate portion of that, which you get PC, you get Xbox, and Xbox Live for fifteen bucks a month. Yeah, that's really good deal, honestly. Yeah, considering the Xbox Game Pass is ten bucks. Yeah, the Xbox Live is I don't know how much a month. Seven Xbox Live is sixty bucks a year. Yeah, but I think if you pay it monthly, it's seven or eight dollars a month. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And then the PC is another ten dollars a month. So you're looking at what they would separately would charge twenty six, twenty seven bucks for. You're getting for fourteen or fifteen. That's that's not terrible. Most of the stuff in it is first party titles, but they announced like uh, Metro Exodus is a part of it, which is really cool. Which is weird because supposedly it had a exclusive with uh, the Epic Game Store. Oh yeah, I, th- <laughs> I thought that was a timed exclusive, like yeah. for a year. But it hasn't been a year yet. Yeah. It's getting close. And this isn't until... I mean, Exodus came out in February. Did it really? Orange? Yeah, it was not too long ago. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. I don't know what's going on with that, though. 
Yeah. But yeah, it's interesting. Uh, for me, the big one for Microsoft, uh, there were kind of really two big announcements. Uh, one was the first, the one they opened with, which was the trailer for Outer Worlds, which I miss that. I'm so every, mad. <laughs> every time I see this, tr- like new trailers and stuff for this game, like I want to play it more. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. It basically Sh- looks like Obsidian wanted to make another Fallout game. Bethesda wouldn't let them make a Fallout game, so they said, "All right, screw it, fine. We're just going to make a sci-fi game, and we're going to make it like we would make a Fallout game. We're just going to build our own universe for it instead. We'll build our own Fallout with blackjack and space hookers. <laughs> yeah, basically, it looks. Yeah, nah, I'm Wait. super pumped. <laughs> I am too, and that's going to debut on October 25th, which I think everybody's. I think all three of us are probably going to get that day one. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> If I don't actually pre-order it, I will get it day one. <laughs> I, I would be surprised if any of us pre... Well, if you or I pre-order it. Yeah, I, I will still pre-order stuff. <laughs> yeah, I know you do. I, I was like, oh, I don't know. I can't, I can't throw you in that. No, nah, I want Amazon to have it on my, like at my doorstep day one. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Then they announced, they showed a, a look at gameplay from Minecraft Dungeons, which actually looks really freaking yeah. It's mm-hmm. like Minecraft meets Diablo. I think that's the only way I can really explain it is that's what it looks like. <laughs> it's an I mean, isometric overhead. That's that's what I wanted out of Minecraft to begin with. I wanted the same type of like Diablo-like system, like the option to play it that way, but also mm-hmm. do the building. Mm-hmm. But I, okay, give me separate, fine, whatever. I'll go play it. Yeah. It's got four-player four player local and online co-op, which should be interesting. Sure. And it's coming in the spring, so it's got a ways to go, but it looks promising so far, so I can't wait to see more. Yeah, I'm, oh, okay. I'm down for that. Yeah, I was wondering if it's going to have like build your own dungeons since you know Minecraft's all about creativity. It, it might have a dungeon <laughs> creator that would actually be really interesting if it had a uh, dungeon creator. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right, I want to talk about maybe cyberpunk. <laughs> all right, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's skip over the next one. That's fine with me. Yeah, was, there was one for. Blair Witch that was like what the why are you making a Blair Witch game like 30 years after the movie came out like this and for like did, did anyone else think it was Outlast 3 yeah no that's what I did I still thought the symbol kind of looked like Outlast right I was like, like oh it's Outlast same. 3 okay like, yeah, even in my notes here, <laughs> like even in my notes here you can just like uh right there you can actually see those like I crossed it out I was like Outlast 3 question mark no cross out Blair Witch uh okay sure shrug so the other big announcement at microsoft's thing was they showed a huge trailer for like a story trailer for cyberpunk 2077 and uh looked amazing like all pre-rendered trailers do and they had a cameo from a very famous hollywood actor that has (laughs) blown up all over the internet since then because it's kind of hilarious and Keanu Reeves is in the game, and it led to a very memeable moment, I think, from the press conference. This very much confirmed for me that this is just a remake of Johnny Mnemonic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, it looked good. I, it looked amazing, and just, this is 100% a retelling of Johnny Mnemonic. Yeah. This is what started, in my opinion, as the uh, the year of the heckler at uh, E3, where people all, yeah, this is the first big one, but like in every single press conference, people were just yelling stuff at the stage. Oh, yeah, it was they nuts. Not, they didn't 
this is the first time I remember people doing that, really. Right. Like, like I remember the loud laughing lady from last year yeah, in Sony, like she, but that she was just, it. She just cheered super loud and yelled yeah. really loud and was just... Yeah. She was just really pumped for something, but way too close to the microphones. <laughs> but the, but this dude really threw Keanu off because he's coming out. He's like, "Yeah, this is awesome." And it's like, oh, he's like, "You're breathtaking." No, you're breathtaking. You're all breathtaking. Yeah. It was great. That's a um, beautifully memeable moment. There's a comment on he was saying that uh, like seeing the future is really breathtaking yeah. or something like that. And the guy's like, "You're breathtaking." <laughs> So uh, CD Projekt Red reached out to that guy and they're giving him a free copy of the game. That is awesome. <laughs> they yelled it. But now I'm just like, well, son of a bitch, don't promote this kind of like. Let's improve the behavior. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you on that. But that is, it made for a great moment for Keanu to come out to. And it really yeah. threw him off too, because he's like, oh my God, what do I do here? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sure the most Keanu Reeves thing possible. Yeah, and it worked out wonderfully for CD Projekt Red, hence why they're giving him a thing. Like, I get it, but at the same time, I'm with you. Don't promote that. Did you see his uh, John Wick 3 thing that he did with Stephen Colbert, where Stephen Colbert like did one of his jokes where he throws out like this super ridiculously heavy question at the end that you're not seriously supposed to answer. It's like, mm -hmm. just supposed to screw with the person. Yeah. And like Keanu Reeves took a deep breath and then actually answered it. And yeah. like, yeah, it was great. The, uh, he asked, you know, what happens when we die? He's like, well, a lot of people are going to miss you. Yeah. The people who love you are going to miss you. Yeah. And Stephen Colbert was just like, Oh damn. <laughs> yeah. I didn't expect that, but yeah, it's Keanu Reeves. Of course he's going to answer it. He's going to take every question seriously. It's just yeah. how he do. It was pretty good. But the most important thing is, is Keanu Reeves was there to announce the release date for cyberpunk 2077. And that's April 16th of 2020. So again, a game that kind of can't get here soon enough, but we don't want it to get here too soon. Cause we want yeah. to fix all of the bugs. I'm 100% I'm, I'm yeah. okay with when it's done. Back when you know Blizzard used to do when it's done. Yep. <laughs> um, I, I'm okay. Is it weird that I'm the only one? Or am I the only one who's really excited about Microsoft Flight Sim? Uh, no, I, I, I'm ultra pumped for this. The new Flight Sim actually looks really amazing, <laughs> and like I've been holding off on buying a Flight Sim recently because like I've wanted to either do that or X Flight, but like, like you've got Illy Dangerous, you can, it, yeah. it tides you over, but at the same time, this looks amazing. Like well, yeah, but but that's the thing is like the last real version of Microsoft Flight Sim is like ten years old now. Yeah, <sighs> and yeah, they they showed a trailer for this, and it was just like, whoa, like those are some really nice graphics, and they're using like satellite imaging and like all kinds of craziness to like render actual terrain. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's I can't like wait to see what ridiculousness this game has in store yeah, and yeah. how good local areas are. Cause that's, I think what's fun about flight sims is just like flying out of little podunk airports and flying around <laughs> shenanigans. Yeah. I'm, I'm sold. I'll probably get it. I don't know if I'll get it day one, but I'm, I'm pretty excited <laughs> about it. Okay. How about that wastelands three trailer though? That was weird. It was amazingly weird. And I want to play it because of how weird that was. It was the one with the uh, like coal miner guy, yeah, inviting advertising people to Colorado for, or whatever yeah, for Colorado Springs. He's advertising Colorado Springs and just you know the twangy like gold rush miner. Just hey, come on out to Colorado Springs, that kind of thing. Come yeah, and the, it was amazing. 
<laughs> oh. <laughs> like I'd, I'd want to play it just because of that trailer. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah it's it just I forget that in Exile is basically owned by Microsoft now. Like I forgot that that is a thing that Microsoft Studios like acquired in Exile. When did that happen? Sometime in the past year. Yeah, huh. yeah. around the same time they picked up Obsidian. Yeah. Okay. Like that. That was a very like. Did they have any fanfare around that at all? Not really. Like they've all been really quiet. Like all except for the next one, where the head of Microsoft Studios, Mister Matt Booty came out to announce that Microsoft had just picked up Double Fine Productions and brought Matt Schaefer out and they showed off Psychonauts 2, which still probably doesn't have a release date because it's Matt Schaefer. So are we uh, um, taking bets, like you said? Are we taking bets on when they leave Double Fine? Yeah, my, my joke to Paul was, uh, is there a betting pool started yet for when Ron Gilbert and Matt Schaefer leave Double Fine now that it's been yeah. sold to Microsoft? Like, I'm I'm 100% on board to take these bets. Probably, yeah, because I remember back, well, when they bought the rights to Double Fine, they were, like, fighting tooth and nail, you know, to have their independence. Yeah. And so then, yeah, they finally get their independence. And then I know some of the games didn't hit, like, a, what was that, Broken Age? Yeah didn't like do as good as they thought. And then they started fig and I don't know how that, uh, their crowdfunding sites doing either, but it's just weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd be curious how long, yeah. Uh, Tim Schaefer and yeah, they stay, yeah. Hang out there. I would imagine Tim Schaefer probably stays around longer than Ron Gilbert. Or they probably at least have a clause like, oh yeah, we bought your company. Please hang out for a, you know. <laughs> well, they, pr- they probably definitely have a no compete or something like, like that. No move clause. Leave and... Yeah, you at least have to finish Psychonauts. <laughs> they should a little bit. And I mean, that game didn't really look that good. I don't know. Like, there's something about what they showed of Psychonauts too, though. It's just like, yeah, I don't, it kind of looks like ukulele. I don't, know. I, I don't know, man. I didn't play the first one. I have yeah. <laughs> very little interest in this one. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's it's one of those like cult classic fan favorite things. Yeah, that it was just one of the ones to get a second one made. So yeah, yeah, and that was I'm on betting this actually fake? gave them the money to finish the game because <laughs> they they've said from the beginning it, it would cost like ten plus million dollars to make Psychonauts two. That was probably what was the selling point for them to go to Microsoft, honestly. Like, here, we'll we'll help you finish Psychonauts 2. Come be with us. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I'm betting that that secured the funding for real for it. (laughs) (laughs) There was a bunch of weird MMO announcements Mm -hmm. uh, at one point in time later on in the event uh, Mm -hmm. where there's one that I've never heard of called Crossfire X that's being brought over and apparently has like 60 million people playing it in China and Korea or something like that. Right. And it's just like, I've never heard of this franchise, uh, but apparently it's really popular and it'll be interesting to see if it catches on at all. Yeah. Uh, and then they announced, you know, kind of casually that fantasy star online two was coming to the West in the spring of 2020 and it's going to be free to play. That Final. was really sweet. <laughs> yeah. And it's going to be really yeah, cross-play between everything, like PS4, Xbox, PC. Oh, that's yep. cool. Yeah, yeah it's going to be completely like you can play it on anything, no matter what. Uh, yeah. And that was sweet. It's a PSO Dreamcast fan. I am. A, yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm excited about? I think you're going to be excited about it too. Elden right. Ring. I'm 
I'm pumped. I am beyond pumped for this. I don't care that George R. R. Martin is on that, but the fact that they're going back toward um toward uh Dark Souls, like they said it was like, oh, this is very, very souls like. And I was like, Yes, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Wow. The, <laughs> the the trailer tells you absolutely nothing. Of course yeah, it doesn't. It's, it's a, a souls like game. A, yeah, character <laughs> like trailer. <laughs> It, it's but someone it looks, lamenting the Elden Ring and like moaning and it, it tells who you, knows what else they're doing. Uh, it tells you Jack Squat because it's a Miyazaki game, okay? Yeah. <laughs> but hopefully, maybe they thing. let George R. R. Martin design the combat, and then yeah. What? I have a feeling we basically <laughs> just have him doing lore and world building. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Is that what she meant? Because I was like, you're making him design yeah, the combat. What are you doing? <laughs> It was just, you know, flip the script. <laughs> Please like don't do that ever. That would be funny. <laughs> Although honestly, he couldn't be he couldn't you do worse than Dark Souls. And everyone dies. Although honestly, he couldn't do worse than the uh Dark Souls one hitboxes. Yeah, there's gonna be uh, something like the Scarlet Union chapter or yeah, everybody. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, that's brilliant. What have we done? A lot. What have we done? <laughs> Bethesda? Um, yeah, well, we could touch on Project Scarlet, which they hinted about a lot at the end, which is like whatever the next console is going to be, which will basically come out sometime next year. I do want to say one thing can they just leave it on the names that they choose to develop them under? Because Why? Project Scorpio was amazing, great uh-huh. name, instead of the Xbox One X. Yeah. Then Project Scarlet, fantastic name, better than whatever the hell they're going to come up with for the, <laughs> the <Xbox>. launch. <laughs> <laughs> the Xbox 720. God damn it. <laughs> I still like the Xbox 2. That would be funny. Sure, that'd be fine, I guess. Just stop. But the, but the number 2, not No, I'm with you. I'm with you. You can't be consistent. No, I'm with you. God. And they did announce that basically Halo Infinite is going to launch with whatever Project Scarlet is. It's going to be a launch title on their new console. Yeah. So, who knows when that will come out at that point? Probably sometime at the end of next year. Yeah. Because yeah. that's when they want to launch things. So yeah, Bethesda? Sure. D minus. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking sucked. So I talked to Paul about this a little bit and that I feel like if you are interested in one of Bethesda's games, it's probably evens out to about a C because it it evened out to about a C for me. But like when they talked about your game, it was probably an A, A plus because every (laughs) game that they focused on, they, they did good info about, they, they had a bunch of good stuff for it. But as soon as they stopped talking about the game that you cared about, like, it was really boring. <laughs> That's the thing, though. I, like, I really wanted to see Youngblood. I really wanted to see Doom Eternal. Meh. Like, they barely, it felt like they barely covered anything important about it. And I was just like, oh, no, I'm sad. Doom Eternal was like the last half hour. Yeah, it just it's I, but that's the thing is I, <laughs> I still feel like it didn't cover anything. Like, I know it was the last half hour, but it felt like there was like all flash, no substance. They talked about the new battle mode. Okay. Gives a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm like, nobody played the first one. <laughs> I know. And they like, we learned so much about nobody playing this. Okay. <laughs> I, then why have it? Uh, but so the two things I'll say off the bat about Bethesda 
other than that is that they made a huge focus about it being about their fans and the community around their games. Like from the very get go, it was all community focused. It was all fan focused. Uh, I actually have a lot of respect for Todd Howard completely taking ownership over their mistakes for the past year, because he, one of the first things on stage, he said was, Hey, we released fallout 76. It had a lot of difficulties at launch and we got a lot of well-deserved criticism <laughs> <laughs> and he wasn't joking. Like he was very serious. He's like, look, we deserved to, to get your feedback. Like, and you let us know that you weren't happy. And then, you know, proceeded to talk about how his their game doesn't have griefers, even though the entire game is programmed to not allow people to grief. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> it's like, people are super nice to each other and they don't grief. And it's like, yeah, because they <laughs> can't. can't. Right, yeah. Which I am 100% okay with that. <laughs> I know, but it's like, you can't brag about, like, people being nice and not being, you know a bunch of assholes in the at the end of the world in your game when your game doesn't let them do it like <laughs> it's not that they choose to be nice to each other it's that they don't they can't choose to not be nice to each other although i will say i've had so many people be nice to me in this past free week of it like i've had people just dropping gifts at me waving at me helping me out with quests that i gotta say that he does kind of have a point but yeah. at the same time it's a shitty point because you can't grieve yeah but well, that's I mean, a separate mode now. Yeah. It is, yeah. It's it like it is. It's like every MMO. Every, almost every MMO you play that has a decent community, like they all help new players. They mm -hmm. all go out of their way to be friendly with each other and work together. It's mm -hmm. it's the way MMOs evolve. It's just the, the way he phrased it was made me laugh a lot because it was it, just like yeah, they can't, dude. <laughs> it was incredibly for poor phrasing, and I get his point, but at the same time, because. It isn't. It is really newbie friendly. Like I, I've had nothing but a good time playing it, yeah. so I bought it. Uh -oh. <laughs> I actually bought a copy for Drew as well. What? <laughs> Which will technically be my second copy. Because <laughs> <Yeah>. I already <laughs> played nice. and beat it on PS4. Yeah. Now, um, then yeah, yeah, going through it again, and it looks so. Yeah, I just forget how beautiful this game is. Sorry, I've been a yeah a Fallout seventy six uh, I guess advocate yeah, yeah advocate <laughs> since it's launched out there but yeah despite all its bugs there's just like a really beautiful world there that, that they didn't put any NPCs in yeah uh, like, which but they are yeah they they are now which is funny like they're they're adding in their new expansion they're adding human NPCs and my yeah. joke was like didn't they say this game wasn't going to have any human NPCs? Yeah. Wasn't that the whole point of the game that yeah. all of the NPCs are players? So, so the thing with that <laughs> was that you're the first vault to open. You're the first population to come out into the yeah. new world trying to trying to solve it. I get that from a story aspect. It makes sense, but it was so bland and boring when it first came out that I get the, the idea of like, hey, Wastelanders are finally coming back. Yeah. Oh, I, I get it. it uh, it's also like people complained so much that it's like, mm -hmm. okay, we're, we're going to bring back real NPCs with full conversation trees, as they, they very quickly pointed out, like very yeah. awkwardly pointed out in the press conference. <laughs> it, was, it, it was very cringy sometimes when they were mm -hmm. pointing some mm -hmm. stuff out, but, and like, Drew, you don't, you don't need to apologize for liking Fallout 76. <laughs> I've, I've from day one said that I will play the game when it has private servers and 
community mods. Yep. I don't know if it'll get the second one. It's they promised it prior to release. They're like politicians, you know that, right? <laughs> they made a promise. If they don't if they don't keep the promise, it's their fault. I agree. That's how politicians work. The problem is that nobody ever fucking takes that. Yeah. But the thing is, when a politician breaks a promise, you don't vote for it. I know. I'm that's with the you. The only currency they understand. I agree. <laughs> you vote with your wallet. I'm with you. I'm like I'm on board with the situation. <laughs> I understand. I just don't think you're going to get what you want. I mean, private servers is, is very likely, but I don't know about I don't know about the mods. Although with mods, yeah, people are already modding it, which makes it even yeah. funnier. Neither here nor there. Anyway, <laughs> um, what? So you and I were on the same page with this next portion of the Fallout Battle Royale mode, and we were both like, "This is going to be the most hilariously desperate thing if it's a Battle Royale mode." And sure enough, there it fucking was. Yes, it it, it made the most oh, sense god. as soon as they say we have a new game mode to show you. I'm like, oh god, please tell me this is a battle royale. Please tell me it's a battle royale, because that is like you said, it's the most hilariously desperate thing you could do to try to get attention to your game. Is like yeah. we put a battle royale in it, and I think they the guy on stage even said, "Fuck yeah, we put a battle royale in Fallout 76." He, did, yes. and it's he like, absolutely oh, did. Oh god, <laughs> I was like. Really? You just you, made it worse. Sure you, are you sure you want to take that particular tone? Yeah. <laughs> you positive? You're, you're, you're about I will, too late, my friend. <laughs> I will say it's pretty fun, but yeah, it's not gonna it's not gonna get Fortnite or you know PUBG a run for their money. Be <laughs> the top three. Like it yeah. looks like it has interesting things to do outside of just killing other players. Uh, sorry, yeah. outside of just killing other players, but it, it is definitely faster than yeah. like a yeah, like PUBG or Fortnite. Like they the area's smaller, the player count's smaller, and like yeah, you're in a much smaller area. But yeah, but it, it's pretty ridiculous. Like I felt like, yeah, they could have did something else. I <laughs> so I got a couple of complaints. Before we move on, we're gonna move on real quick. I had a couple of complaints complaints yeah. about the game so far. Like you lag for a full five seconds before you're allowed to move in anywhere, and the Gun combat seems so clunky. <laughs> so, it is so clunky. That's I think that's why I went like a melee build. Um, just because unless I was sniping somebody from far away, like the 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 short or like the mid-range gun game is just yeah, it, it's a little funky. Like like try to fucking ADS. I dare you, you can't. <laughs> anyway, yeah. moving along. Um Ghostwire Tokyo looked pretty kind of neat like hey here's the rapture good luck yeah it's by the people who did uh evil within, evil within right? yeah. yeah yeah people were wanting evil within three but instead they threw a curveball and it's like no here's this new game there's hawkeye in tokyo well, it goes. ronin oh it goes <laughs> yeah here's ronin <laughs> it's looks interesting yep i'm i'm curious i'm a little concerned, but curious. Then, do you like pre-rendered cutscenes and dragons? The Elder Scrolls Online has got you covered. Yeah, they they just Yay. released a uh, expansion not too long ago in Elder Scrolls Online, so they basically just talked about what was in the expansion and showed a cutscene that continued a story from a previous cutscene, basically. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that ends on a cliffhanger. <laughs> and then came Paul's favorite announcement. 
the new Zenimax why, online why, game. Why, why do you do this? Why do you do this? They're bringing back Commander Keen. That's that's no, no, it's not. It's not Commander <laughs> Keen. It's not. It's just not. It's a new branch of Commander Keen's family. Nope, it's not. <laughs> this is just trash that doesn't exist. It's Billy and uh, Billy. That's, that's well, enough. That that's, that's, no, you're absolutely right. That, that is that is what they called them. But I don't know who they are. They're not anywhere in the Commander Keen family. Yeah, it, basically, they're making a weird mobile platform strategy, weird game of weirdness that's just, supposed to look like Saturday morning cartoons. They're not making anything. I don't know what you're talking game. about. <laughs> they're not making anything. I don't know what you're talking about. This this is not, this doesn't exist. Uh, so Elder Scrolls Legends exists still. Then it's getting a new expansion pack in June. <laughs> also called Elsewhere, just like the one in uh, Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah, which is kind of cool. And Rage 2 is getting a bunch of new stuff already. Why would you yay? just destroy Commander Keen like that? <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you have to get angry about this shit. <laughs> I think I've listened to him rant all week about commanders. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> uh, this is why people tune into the show, Paul. <laughs> Commander Keen. Why would you hurt me with Commander Keen? I loved him. But yeah, Rage 2 is getting a bunch of new stuff, and they had a really interesting um, 1980s sitcom opener for yeah, it. Yeah, that was very bizarre, but equally hilarious like, like I, I liked it but i was like this is a weird aesthetic choice but okay i'm interested tell me more yes ah. but yeah they're they're getting a bunch of new content that's coming in sometime this month i think uh this month being june um providing you're listening to the podcast in june <laughs> <laughs> otherwise it'll already be out Woo. yeah pretty good um Okay, is anyone else incredibly pumped for Wolfenstein Youngblood? Looks good. It's it really super I good. need to play Wolfenstein too. Me too, but at the same time, I, I, I've one compound word fragment for you. Co-op. Yeah. Two-player co-op. Yeah, especially if yeah, it's kind of designed yeah, for that. It's, it's going to be <laughs> awesome. I only hope it doesn't go army of two on us. Uh, <laughs> derp npcs god god help us all all right what else we got uh arcane studios announced death loop which looked really cool it was a weird couldn't fictional universe where two assassins are trying to kill each other and they're caught in a weird time loop couldn't i just watch the tom cruise movie edge of tomorrow no which is incredibly similar to no, this because, premise, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't understand. I guess how this is gonna work. Like, I didn't know if like it's gonna be like other NPCs and like kind of like the like I don't know if y'all ever played like the Assassin's Creed, um, no, a multiplayer thing where like you know you're all hiding and like moving crowd to crowd and you know bush to bush to try to assassinate each other, which was kind of fun. But I don't know. This seems weird if you're just the only two people stuck on the island. You asked if I played an Assassin's Creed game. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I, they, you know, some people have like, there's like a bell curve, like where it's Assassin's Creed 2 and then Brotherhood, yeah. and everybody falls off at 3. And <laughs> I played the first one, then realized that he wasn't returning for 2, and I was like, I'm good. 
Okay, yeah. I don't need this anymore. I'm 100% okay. And yeah. then 50 fucking more of them came out, and I was like, oh. <laughs> I guess well, I did guess... Black Flag. <laughs> yeah, Black Flag, yeah, yeah. I tried Black Flag and couldn't get into it. Uh, but I uh, started yeah, needing to level up my ship like 40 times. Like, <laughs> hey, <I'm done." laughs> That's fair. How many types of cannons did they make in the uh, 15th century? <laughs> <laughs> A lot, apparently. But yeah, the guys from Arcane Studios were really funny. I thought. They were, yeah. yeah they were funny. Was... I just, yeah, I just don't know what the scope of this game is. I mean, it was a good trailer, but I don't think it's going to be too big. I mean, it, yeah. it's probably going to be comparable to, uh, oh, what the hell is their their game called? Dishonored. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I would imagine probably like that, and that's kind of where it looks like a lot of the gameplay is borrowed from, like that kind of a concept. Yeah. Right? So, I would imagine it's you're either playing one person or you pick one of the two characters and you're hunting the other one down and there's probably whatever's going on in this weird, crazy world. I'm, I'm guessing there's just going to be two storylines and you play as either character in order to complete the storylines. Yeah. So this next one, we both had a very, a very big laugh over. <laughs> you yeah. want to go for it? Commander Keen? No, 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 no. It's no. <laughs> braggatry. It's when Bethesda started talking about their uh stream game streaming net framework called orion oh yeah and they spent like a big deal talking about all of the tech innovations that bethesda is responsible for over the years and like basically with probably one except like they had where the first one to use a physics in a football game yeah that's a ancient bethesda game no one's ever played <laughs> um then the second one was like open world RPGs. Yeah, I can give you that one. And then every single tech advancement they talked about after that was id software. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> like, had nothing to do with Bethesda. It was all John Carmack and the crazy people in Texas. Like they they, they had they had two that were that were uh, Bethesda, and then everything else was just John Carmack, pretty much. <laughs> and like. <laughs> Yeah, they talked about the working uh, VR headset that was held together by duct tape, oh, and it's like, yeah. yep, that was that was it. Yep, that was that was Carmack <laughs> again. Yeah, and uh, and then again, the the chief technical officer at ID Software was the one presenting this. So again, it's probably ID coming up with this game streaming yep. framework, and. The whole we point of it, it is that it op- optimizes game engines to run in the cloud so people can play games faster using less bandwidth and costing less money, which sounds fantastic since everything in the world is going to streaming soon. So yeah. I, I fear I just, it'll be a lot like the Havoc engine that you always see, like the Havoc physics mm-hmm. logo on every game that you play. You'll see like a little Orion logo on it too. Mm-hmm. But I love the idea because it's just a, a nice SDK that they can just... Yeah pull into their framework, pull into their game engine. That's it's a great idea. It's brilliant. Yep. And then they finished off with uh, Doom Eternal, and this honestly was a fucking snooze. There's just lots and lots of gameplay. Yeah, I just feel like they can't tell you about the guns, because that's going to yeah. be half the fun is figuring out, you know, <laughs> what to do with the guns. Sure. Absolutely. That was half the fun of, of Doom 2016 was just figuring out what the hell was going on and giving a fist bump to the little dude. That was the best part. I think part of the problem with Doom is is that unless you're playing it, like watching it can get really monotonous. 
mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because it's it's all super fast paced. It doesn't ever slow down, and it's just constantly shooting, shooting, ripping something apart, shooting, shooting, punch something in the face, shooting, shooting, beat something to death with its own leg. Like, yeah. and when you show ten minutes of gameplay of that, like it all just blurs together, and I think you get left with the meh kind of impressions. Like I wanted to know more, but. Like they literally showed you everything. They showed you a bunch of mobs, like a couple of new mobs. Like yeah, they yeah. showed all of this cool stuff, but it's all in this big montage of junk that <laughs> either you're there watching it the whole time, going like, okay, this is really cool, or just like, yeah, I'm just overstimulated. And <laughs> at the end of the super long press conference, I'm just, I'm ready to check out, <laughs> which might have been where you were at that point paul i, just I want this to end <laughs> yeah i just i was at that point where i was just like i you know what i'm i'm good bethesda just tell me when it's going to release and i'll just okay but i will say that the the battle mode the the concept of it was interesting in that um one player takes control of a as they call him slayer because everybody just knows him as doom guy but sure slayer whatever the other two players that are in the game mode it's a three player um game mode take control of demons like like the the larger and large larger higher end demons and they're able to summon other demons but the doom guy is fully kitted out has all the weapons everything unlocked and your job is to just can kill him great it's it's honestly a really good concept because let's be honest the death match of 2016 did anybody play it did i didn't even know it existed I'm, if I'm being 100% honest, I did not know that option existed. I, I think I ran one round in it, and that was it. Yep. Yeah, Fair I, enough. I don't see you as a big arena deathmatch person, though. Like, no, you're absolutely like, yeah, right. You, I'm play, not. you play Overwatch, but that is a very, very weird exception. It's a wildly different game. Yeah. It's a wildly <laughs> different game than deathmatch. Like, yeah. there's a deathmatch mode, and I hate every minute of it. Yeah, but you, you wouldn't go play Unreal Tournament or Quake Arena, like, Quick like I played, like I played the storyline of Unreal Tournament twenty, yeah. 20 like what was that? A long two thousand four. But but like you wouldn't go out of your way to play the multiplayer in Unreal Tournament, or you wouldn't go out of your way to go play Quake Champions right now. No, I like co-op. Yeah, that's that's why I like that's why I like Overwatch because it's a team-based game. Yeah. Like there's six oh. people against six people. Mm-hmm. But that's that's one of the reasons why I wouldn't expect you to like the or you know doom 2016's deathmatch mode like it's, yeah absolutely. It i didn't know it existed at all i legit did not know it existed i had no idea it existed until like the guys were talking about team eternals like and we learned a lot from 2016 you got multiplayer mode in 2016 what <laughs> but are you interested in playing it now just to see what it's like i assume it's like it's dead because <laughs> it's a three-year-old game <laughs> i doubt it i i Eh, I like I, I I'm mildly curious, but everyone has told me that it's Drek. So okay, who knows? Mild curiosity, I think, is is where I'd put that. And um, the battle mode did have a mild interest because, again, I do like PUBG, I do like uh like Apex Legends, but those are once again team based games. Like the the modes that I play are team based. So I don't know. Maybe if I'm teaming up with someone else against the Doom Slayer. Mm-hmm. okay guys tell me about devolver digital because i watched none of it and i'm so mad did you watch any of the devolver digital 
No, that, that was one of the ones I missed. Damn it, Drew. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Dan tells about Devolver no, Digital. It's, yeah, it's so, always just an insane fest. So though. the funny part of Devolver Digital is they have a continuing storyline every year for their E3 press conference. And at the end of the last one, their presenter dies. <laughs> and so they like bring her back and basically wire her up to her computer and they can't get her conscious again. So they basically do uh, a direct inside of her head so that she can still present. <laughs> so it takes place inside of her brain while she's unconscious and like in a coma and brain dead. <laughs> and so she's just like, what the crap is going on? Like, and they make her do the presentation anyway, which, you know, gets equally hilarious. Uh, so definitely go watch it for the ridiculousness, but they, they only showed off about five games. Um, one of them is called ultimate fall guys, ultimate knockout. And it kind of looks like, uh, what is that, that game? The, the beat game where people are fighting. Oh, gang beasts, gang beats. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like that, like that kind of a, a movement system. Okay. But it looks like it's a giant obstacle course game. So it's like, kind of like, uh, a battle royale but like a whole bunch of people start at the starting line and as you go through people fall off and die until only one person wins oh okay Which i could get into that really interesting. Yeah. Like, that's the, it looks like a big elimination obstacle course game that's the only thing i could say looking at this trailer like that okay that's kind of cool um and then to go with the insanity they announced a game that is currently available on steam that is called devolver bootleg and they're crappy bootleg knockoffs of Devolver Digital games. <laughs> and so but on why? right now, you... <laughs> but they look hilarious. They're, but like, why? they're legitimately hilarious. Like I you know, should... but why? <laughs> because it's all the rage now. Crappy knockoffs of AAA games. So they're, making... they're, they're beating the market to the punch and doing crappy <laughs> knockoffs of their own games. <laughs> they, they... So I love Devolver, but sometimes they go a little far with their ridiculousness. <laughs> It gets better. The only way they could think to top this, how do you top like little BS mini consoles and stuff like that? You build an actual arcade game. So they announced Enter the Gungeon House of the Gun Dead. It is an actual light gun game to be released in arcades starting next year. (laughs) Yeah, why not? Um, Okay. God. What the fuck? It's it's so good. Like the, the whole thing is so good. You're just like, why are you even showing this game? This is so fantastic. Um, one of their cool ones that they showed was a game called Carrion, and they describe it as a reverse horror experience where you are you control like a science experiment gone wrong that breaks out of a lab, and like you're this gelatinous mass that has like a bunch of crazy tendrils, and you basically just katamari kill everyone and grow bigger as you consume more and more people and more and more Fine. things and <laughs> it looks really 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 good <laughs> and it comes nice. out in 2020 uh nice. there's a summer picnic panic expansion for the messenger coming out okay in on july 19th it's a shinobi style platformer if you've never played it i haven't no yeah. It, lo- it looks a lot like old Shinobi games. Uh, yeah, I, I remember listening to an episode that uh, 
tad bug did about it but i, I never yeah. played it, it gets really really good reviews because it does like it balances two different genres of game it does like there's an 8-bit mode and a 16-bit mode i think and you bounce kind of back and forth between them and yeah one has 8-bit mechanics and one has 16-bit mechanics and it handles it really well that's pretty cool i will say that the last one i'm very interested in because um on June 20th, my friend Pedro comes out. And like you're saying in here, a side-scrolling hotline Miami style game. That's a really good way to put it because it's just it's it looks very stylish, slick, and yeah. just a very interesting kind of 16-bit game. You jump around, you flip all over the place, and you shoot stuff while you're flipping around in the air, and you yeah. roll around and you kick in doors and you try not to die. And yeah, the, they showed the level that they showed was on a train. Right. And it's just like, yeah, this person on a train flipping around and doing all of this absolute ridiculousness while killing everyone on the train. So that seems fun. And then it ends with to be continued next year <laughs> at E3. <laughs> awesome. Okay. I will say we did leave out one thing that I really want to talk about in the PC gaming one. And that was, oh God, what was the name? Because I know we're going there next. PC gaming you? was probably the worst in my opinion, but that's because it has like the least budget. Yeah, and it's so bland every year. <laughs> and, and this was cringe, like almost an hour and a half of I wanted to turn it off because like I felt bad for the people presenting and I didn't want <laughs> to put them through having to present it again. <laughs> Jesus. That's that's the only way I describe it. This was by in my opinion by far the worst presentation, but that's I don't, I don't know if they can do better without getting more money. I, I think like they've used the same host for yeah. I think three or four years in a row now, and I forget yeah. the dude's name, but he's he's not good. He's bad. He's, he's really bad. But then, um, like there's this lady, uh, I forget her name, Frankie, and she's always in the booth and like she has like so much energy and charisma and when she mm -hmm. brings out the games you're like super hype. Yeah. She's like, "Why the fuck isn't she hosting?" Like Right? Thank you. <laughs> I will say one thing, Maneater is the one I wanted to talk about. Oh yeah, Maneater looks it, it basically play a shark. Yeah, it, it looks like Goat <laughs> Simulator but with a shark. Uh, but but it's that's the thing. No, it's an RPG. It's a full RPG. Yeah. You're not actually doing Goat Simulator. It's you are. It they they called it um, GTA. PG? No, they called it GTA, but with a shark. Yeah. Which, okay, I'm in for that. Yeah, that that one was funny. Um, for me, by far the standout of the PC gaming show was Conan Chop. I was Chop. waiting for you to do that. Oh I was waiting God, for this. It, it, it is. So basically somebody brought it to their attention that, um, Hey, why don't you do this? And it was Conan stick figured. Yeah. That's literally it. Stick figure Conan Zelda roguelike. Yep. That sounds so much fun. I'm, and I'm on board. It, it looks like the trailer it, and the guy posted it. The, the studio that was working on it, posted it on April mm -hmm. 1st that they were working on it. And people thought it was an April fool's joke because when you hear someone announce that they're working on a game called Conan chop chop, and it has a stick figure Conan, like, of course you're going to think it's an April fool's joke, <laughs> but like, it looks like castle crashers as a Zelda roguelike with dungeons and everything. It looks amazing like i want to play it as scary as that is so i don't know that sounds ridiculous it sounds <laughs> delightful it looks ridiculous i'll have to send you the trailer for it okay. so it looks it looks great honestly 
I will say that uh, Valfaris caught my attention too, which yeah. is just, hey, do you remember Contra? We do too. Here you go. Yeah, it is very much a love love letter to Contra. Um, the other kind of interesting one uh, to see was Frontier Developments, the people who do uh, Elite Dangerous and uh, Planet Coaster. Uh, they're they're doing a new game called Planet Zoo, and it makes sense because they just finished doing Jurassic Park. Like they did they, Jurassic they, World Evolution, yeah. right? Yes, okay. they did the big Jurassic Park game. I didn't know that was them. That's awesome. Yeah, so it's a zoo management game, but what makes it interesting is that it's like based on modern zoos. So it's not just that you're plunking an animal down, making sure the animal's happy and like funneling people through it. Like you're actually doing, you know, research and uh, rehabilitation of animals and Mm -hmm. going out and doing information, you know, like education stuff and, it's not just, you know, oh, you're you're managing animals and you're managing people to see the animals. You're actually like doing outreach and all of this other stuff, too. And it's like, that's actually really cool because a lot of people don't realize how much ridiculousness zoos and like aquariums do right. outside of just like, here, come look at our whale sharks. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, a couple of the big announcements they made like borderlands 3 they september 13th 2019 i'm pretty sure that release date's been out there but they talked about it for a bit yeah yeah Um, shenmue 3 is coming november 19th allegedly (laughs) we'll see it's been doing that for like the what the last year and a half now that we've been trying to release it exactly they had uh vampire the masquerades bloodlines 2 coming in first quarter of 2020 I'm, that was the world's most awkward interview. Incredibly awkward interview aside, I am hyped for the game. Yeah. Like, they had one of the game's writers there, and he's yeah. like, you know, this very, obviously very kind of like introverted, probably goth dude, mm-hmm. and did not want to be on that stage talking. Oh, he, why, dude, why oh my God. That, <laughs> that was just watching him cringe his way through the entire interview was just like, oh, why would you do this to this poor man? <laughs> like, and I feel really bad for him because, like, I don't think he said a word with his eyes open the whole time. Like, nope. Oh, well. <laughs> if I don't look, they, if I don't see him, they can't see me, and this is just going to go great. I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was, it was rough. Like that was that oh, was a rough yeah. one to sit through. It's like, oh, I feel yeah. feel for you, dude. Feel for you. Yeah, I feel bad for you. Hopefully, this ends soon, and we can get back to watching other stuff. Yeah, and then the last one they talked about was uh, the Journey's End expansion for Terraria, which is supposed to be the final major update to the game that will be available oh, wow. for free at the end of 2019. Which is funny 20. because they, they had already said twice that the game was dead for two yeah. other updates. Yeah. But this is going to be their last one. They, and they gave some they say that now. St- they gave some weird statistic of something like the game started with like 250 something items and now there's mm-hmm. like 4,000 or something absolutely Jeez. ridiculous like that. Yeah. Which is like, yeah. Holy moly, that's crazy. Yeah. I thought it was kind of neat though. The, the, the yeah. entire thing for Terraria was really just a nice treat because one, I like Terraria too. They said, f- what, two, three updates ago? This, this is the last update. This is the last update. Okay, I'll believe that this is the last update when you actually just move on to another fucking game, okay? <laughs> I wonder if they'll do a Terraria 2 after this. God, probably. It wouldn't surprise me, honestly. Terraria 3D. <laughs> Terraria VR. <laughs> I just broke Drew. 
Oh, it's just like, wait, so Minecraft? No. <laughs> oh, exactly. Okay. Ubisoft. B plus. Yeah, I think Ubisoft did a did a really solid job. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't care about the Assassin's Creed music, but if you're into that thing, they're doing a tour. The Assassin's Creed Symphony is doing a, a full tour around the world. Cool. All right. Yeah. If you like symphonic music and you like Assassin's Creed games, the music they played was really good. And the, it was the music just they... like kind of a sample of what they're going to be playing. So supposedly their entire score is from the scores of all the Assassin's Creed games. So if you like the music of Assassin's Creed, this is right up your alley. Yep. Okay, who's low key hype for Watch Dogs Legion? I actually think it looks like the best Watch Dogs game they've made. I mean, they had Tom Cruise Simulator for the first one. The second one was Snoozeville because I didn't even try it. Supposedly it was better than the first, but okay, <laughs> sure. This one looks really cool because while they 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 hyped it as you can play as anyone, they didn't quite talk about it until today the today, I say today, but the uh the Ubisoft convention, which was you can recruit anyone, play their first mission, and then they're unlocked for you to play the entire game. Really great idea, the, honestly. And so the, the funniest part about that was that you, you cannot play as a dog in the game because they were trying to figure out how to balance dogs in the game. And they couldn't do it. And I was like, okay, you know what? You have a great reason for not including dogs. Totally fine. <laughs> Yeah, the, the trailer was hilarious because they had like this literal old lady who was a hacker and was feeding ducks by like the river. <laughs> former assassin, I think they ended up talking about her. Like a, like a former MI5 assassin. I think that was a different person. I don't know. But <laughs> yeah, they, they, they talked about literal old hacker ladies at one point in time, which was really funny. Like just a funny <laughs> concept of like these little 60, 70 year old British women sitting around hacking computers. <laughs> <laughs> I just love a lot. Honestly, the the ability to recruit anybody at any time. Okay, this this I feel like this could be a lot more fun than the previous game, yeah. that the Tom mm -hmm. Cruise simulator. Anyway, um my, so my one question about the game is like how is the balance going to work because That's a good uh, question. Since the game is permadeath, like when someone dies, they're gone and you have to recruit someone else. Mhm. Mm like if you have a run of bad luck later on in the game and like have a bunch of high level operatives die, like, are you just screwed? Yeah. How screwed are you? Like, can you, can you do other missions and <laughs> level them up or what's the deal there? Yeah. I don't know if like, yeah, stats carried over or yeah. Unlocks or yeah. <laughs> so, so to put that into context in the, in the, in the trailer, they do a, a bunch of gameplay and one of the, um, the, I guess, I don't know bruisers of the entire game um he ends up dying in the in the trailer so that's how they introduce the permadeath thing like they he dies permadeath they put on the screen so it was an interesting little twist to see the like who you thought was the main character because he'd been narrating the entire plot line up until that point and then he's dead like oh my god did the main character just die nope permadeath you can play as anybody <laughs> yeah yeah, and that one's coming March 6th of 2020. I'm low-key hyped for that. Like, I'm very interested in seeing in playing that out. And honestly, yeah. you can say whatever you want about Ubisoft, how their games are broken, blah, blah, blah. They know how to create a villain. 
and I'm really curious to see what the villain is in this. Yeah. <laughs> it's very, very, very based on Brexit and stuff. So, mm -hmm. okay. So the next one had Rob McElhenney come on. <laughs> And it was some new comedy TV show based on a fictional game studio making an MMO called Mythic Quest. And the entire idea, the entire thing is that they're releasing the first expansion pack and it's Mythic Quest, Raven's Banquet is expansion pack. And it's only coming out on Apple TV Plus. Why? Because Apple's paying for it. <laughs> it just, it, it feels like that this could have such a much wider audience. Yeah. And because let's be honest, they're, it's always sunny has a huge following. And I think a lot of the people, the talent like all of the, are a lot of, he said he called yeah. the three funniest people he knows and their production crew for always sunny. So yeah. Like the three funniest people he knows are the actors and it's always sunny with the exception of Danny DeVito. Yeah. Well, so I think, he, I think he talked to behind the scenes people like a writer, you know, writers and production people. He, he dropped um like the, the little squirrely guy's name and also what's her name too? Uh, the, the one who okay. plays D and the one who plays like I can't remember his name. Okay. Like he he, he name dropped them. Like, so you just it's always sunny in the Mythic Quest. I mean, it looks like it's going to be a weird cross between like The Office and like maybe IT Crowd and like <laughs> kind of a mini documentary about game studios. Like, <laughs> so it'll I'm, be I'm, it'll be interesting to see. I'm interested. I just can't see it because I don't. It's on Apple TV. Yeah, I don't know. What, I don't even know how to access that from YouTube. I don't know. I, I get. I don't know, dude. I have no idea how to. I don't even know how to look for it. Yeah. I'm sure there's an Apple TV app that'll be coming out soon for PC. Maybe I don't know. Is that what that is? Yep. I've got an iPhone. Do I have that? Probably. I don't know. Um. And then started what I would like to refer, refer to as Tom Clancy's Ubisoft extravaganza. <laughs> it really was. I didn't. I was trying. Like you could see in my, you could see on my expression. Like how the hell do I lead into this? Like it, literally, I think the next six of the next seven games are Tom Clancy titles. You had Ghost Recon Breakpoint which is coming out October 4th ghost recon Delta company, which is a community program around all things, ghost recon uh, <laughs> elite squad, which is a mobile RPG uh, with characters from all of Tom Clancy's games. Then you had let's dance celebrating its 10th anniversary, which is also insane. Um, Rainbow six quarantine, which looks like a survival horror co-op tactical shooter. That's coming out in 2020. Yep. Division two, and yeah, this like all of us, like Tom Clancy's, Tom Clancy's, Tom Clancy's, Tom Clancy's, let's dance, Tom Clancy's, Tom Clancy's, yeah. And and uh, they they detailed for Division two all three of the big expansions coming out, and a movie starring Jake Gyllenhaal and Jessica Chastain coming to Netflix, yeah, eventually, yeah. Just like, okay, I mean, like that seems like a weird flex, but okay. That, I would watch a movie based on the division. It's an interesting. It has a great storyline. Yeah. It just seems like it's such a weird thing to announce in the middle of E3. Like, <laughs> where did that? Okay. Yeah. Sure. I'm on board. 
Well, I mean, they did announce a TV show with the cast of Always Sunny to Philadelphia. So Also a weird thing to announce during E3. I mean, come on, man. Well, I mean, it is things that fans of the game would be interested in, so might as well. Yeah. I mean, that's that's totally fair. I can't I can't argue with it. It just seems like such a weird place to announce it. <laughs> yeah. Um, is there anything anyone wants to talk about with the Tom Clancy group of games? Like any of those stand out for you other than the weird Punisher guy being in uh, Ghost Recon? John Bernthal. Yeah. Say, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, they all look fine, I guess. I mean, Quarantine will probably be the one I might be most interested in because uh, I always like a good co-op shooter. Yeah, and I'm, I, <laughs> I, I, I looked interesting to me. Like it, it has potential. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was, I was incredibly disappointed when Rainbow Six Siege came out because I was expecting, you know, a story-based game that they usually put out, and all of a sudden it's just that. Yeah. <laughs> and oh yeah, and it, somewhere in here they talked about Rainbow Six Siege too because it's entering its fourth year, which is uh-huh. crazy that it's been out that long. Yeah, it's crazy that it still exists. <laughs> It, it's doing better than it ever has. Doesn't make it good. It's also it getting better reviews than it ever has. I have a chip on my shoulder. Okay, just let me have this. And so, I can't. the only thing, well, with the Let's Dance release, I think it's super interesting that the Wii is still getting a um, <laughs> yeah. release. <laughs> All the current consoles plus the Wii. Like yeah. they didn't even like the, the Wii. The, they didn't even note the Wii U. That was the best part. It's like no, 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 no. they skip that one. Wait, what? Why? why is... I don't know. I just want to so, know those numbers. So the, like... it'll probably work on the Wii U if it works on the Wii. It, there's context behind that though, because the Just Dance games have always been used for physical therapy, especially in retirement homes. Yeah. And so bringing it out on the Wii means that the retirement home doesn't have to bother with the switch they can just use the existing equipment that they have oh, yeah. which is a great idea yeah i just want to see how many copies they sell <laughs> yeah uh ubisoft jumped on the uh subscription service bandwagon and Choo-choo. announced you play you play plus for pc uh which 100 plus ubisoft games for 14.99 a month that starts in september and will be available on stadia starting in 2020 Okay, that does make me wonder if it will be, you know, if it's fifteen dollars a month and it's for both Stadia and PC, Mm -hmm. like, because if that's the case, that might make it start being worth it because Ubisoft has a they have a huge library, yeah, they have a Mm -hmm. huge library and a lot of them that I that I like. And if oh, sorry, if it includes like the new games, you know, that's all coming out, you know, yeah, it, it could be, yeah, pretty good deal. Absolutely. They have a new game every, what, three months or something. So it could be pretty good. So is this Subscription Fest now? Is that what we're doing? Is E3 Subscription Fest? Okay. I I do want to know what you guys think of Stadia. Just Uh, since we name dropped it here. Yeah. Uh, Drew mentioned it a little bit earlier. Yeah. I mean, I got the beta and I thought it it ran well. Like at no point that I I ever thought I was like streaming a game. Like it just played fluidly. buttons when i hit buttons buttons worked i was playing with my uh xbox 360 controller hooked up to it like uh, i was playing yes yeah, that's great honestly made it look great ran great like you know and then if you don't ever have to download and install games and you can just switch game to game to game like hmm. you know as you get bored like i don't i mean in the load times were like practically none like huh. <laughs> it was, 
you know. Yeah, I'm I'm curious because like one of the things that Google has said about Stadia is that it will just run on any Chromecast enabled device. Yeah. Like the the starter packs that they're selling for it come with a controller and a Google Chromecast Plus or whatever. Yeah. My TV has a Chromecast built into it. So I'm wondering if like it'll just work. Like suddenly there'll be a Chrome like a Stadia app on my TV and I can just bloop bloop and play games on it. I was because if so. that works, like I'm very interested to try it out when it launches because I just want to see how it plays because I've never used it. Yeah, like, I'm very curious. I don't know how I feel about Google again getting even more information about everyone since that's, <laughs> you know, they do everything just to g- gain more information. Pretty much yeah. more advertising, but yep. Who knows? It, it'll be interesting to see how it how it works out and oh, yeah. oh it's i think i mentioned to y'all in the chat about it but like our i dicked around with it like at my computer at work mm-hmm. uh which it's that computer is so old it can't install windows 10 but <laughs> <laughs> but i was running it like but i was playing assassin's creed odyssey on a windows 7 you know chrome <laughs> browser and it was running great <laughs> it's weird nice. yeah Terrible. and interesting <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's one of the things that I'm interested about is like, well, one, like, I don't think it can be a bad thing because it's forcing all of the other companies to like start doing things that they wouldn't probably normally do yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like all of the streaming stuff that Microsoft is focusing on. And I mean, even Bethesda is focusing on like, yeah, all of this stuff would probably be another five or six years down the road if it wasn't that there was this huge company going like hey look you don't need a $500 console to play that game you can buy a $30 dongle and stick it on the back of your TV and you can play any game you want that word is always hilarious the day <laughs> yeah the day it's released and, well have you seen seen what the Google Chromecast looks like hanging off the back of no the I, absolutely I have one <laughs> <laughs> I have one. Oh, jeez, Square Enix. <laughs> um, do you want to talk about Roller Champions? What did you think about Roller Champions? I until I read that line, I didn't know it existed. <laughs> did you miss that part of the briefing? Then I I must have had a head wound or something when I was watching Ubisoft. But yeah, I must have missed that. It was it so, was late. Like it was it was getting to a point where I was just like, I just, just, just yeah. let me go to bed and fuck off, okay? Yeah, like <laughs> roller champions is interesting just because it's like a weird roller derby basketball mashup thing. Oh, is that what that was called? Okay, now yeah. I know what you're talking about. It's that that weird, like it kind of looked like Saints Row graphics. A little yeah. bit, yeah. So Okay, now yeah. I'm with you, I'm on board. So so it's like a weird mix of roller derby and like that ancient Aztec basketball game where the hoop is sideways on the wall and you're mm-hmm. you're like trying to put the hoop the ball through the hoop. Like right. if you mash those two things up, that's what this ends up looking like. Yeah. And it's like it could either be really fun or it's gonna be bad. It's gonna be like most invented sports games are and it's going to be terrible <laughs> yeah it's either going to be really really fun or just bomb so hard ubisoft is going to apologize or they'll just quietly turn the server off 
Just, <laughs> just, just let me have one, okay? <laughs> no. <laughs> you let me have Commander Keen. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Square Enix? Yeah, we could talk Square Enix. So they made a Final Fantasy VII remake. Comes out March 3rd, 2020. What about Life is Strange 2? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So my question about Final Fantasy VII is... Can this game possibly live up to the hype? Much nope. like Cyberpunk 2077, can either of those two games possibly live up to the hype that has been it, built up around them? It's going to be Final Fantasy 15 with a coat of paint. That's what the yeah, that's what the combat kind of looks like. <laughs> mm-hmm. The combat actually looked really surprisingly good. Like like Final Fantasy 15's combat was not bad. Yeah. Like don't get me wrong, like I'm not <laughs> shitting on it. I'm just saying that that's what's going to happen. It's going to yeah. look like Final Fantasy 15 with a coat of paint that looks that with a weird hairstyle and a gun arm and that like and that first cutting <laughs> that first yes. uh boss fight they showed yeah like took forever like they were it, fast forwarding through yeah. chunks of the like i was just like they were hitting it forever and the fucking health bar was not going yeah, down they, they were they were and hitting it, it for like <laughs> 7 10 15 damage and i'm like and it was i'm moving. good I'm suddenly okay with never playing this. Yeah, it reminds yeah. me of uh, Kingdom Hearts and a lot of the boss fights in Kingdom Hearts that just take forever mm-hmm. watching my wife play it. Like, yeah. it <laughs> but it'll be interesting to see if it, how people's rose-colored glasses hold up with playing the game again. Yeah, I, I, um, I also like um, on, uh, what is it, Kotaku, uh, the guy Jason Schreier asked them, like, hey, how many games is this going to be? And they're like, I, I I don't know. <laughs> we don't know. Like we don't know. <laughs> the the guy on stage estimated said that they estimated the game would be two Blu-ray discs worth of content. Yeah, and that's just the first part. <laughs> yeah, and the that's first just part is just getting, Midgar. Yeah, just getting out of Midgar. <laughs> yeah. I'm. I, you know what? I'm good. I I just I I don't want to shit on it because I know people are so incredibly hyped for it, but. I'm tired just thinking about playing that much. Yeah. I'm just, I'm tired. I'll be interested to play it to see how it holds up. Cause like final fantasy seven is not my favorite final fantasy game. Like I enjoyed not it, even but, close. It's like, but it's like, you know, it was decent, <laughs> but I don't, I don't like hold it on this giant pedestal. So it'll be interesting to see how this <laughs> holds up to it. So it's not even in my top 10 final fantasy games. <laughs> and I can actually say that because there've been more than 10. Yes. Yes, you can. That's the thing like you can a, say. It was, it was a good joke. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you, you still can't have Commander Keen. Okay, I had Commander Keen. You let me have Commander Keen. Nothing else you let me have. So, <laughs> Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered Edition is awesome. It's I'm fun. really like not even low key hype. I'm super hyped for that. Like it's coming to Switch this winter. Hmm. I'm, yeah. I'm pumped because I never got a chance to play that fully as a kid because, well, it was everyone had to come to sit in your couch. And I'm like, I don't have that many friends. Okay. Or, well, that many friends plus Game Boy yeah. Advances. Yeah. Game Boy Advances. Cables. Yeah. With the cables. The it cables. was it was ridiculous. And uh, honestly, because I got that together with three of my friends in Florida once and we got maybe an hour into it before like, well, we got to go because it took that long to set the damn thing up. Hi. <laughs> yeah. We uh 
me and a couple of my friends in Richmond, uh, he and his son, we, the three of us played it and we, we like literally went out and bought like a used <laughs> Game Boy Advance for $20 each and, uh, and like a $5 connection cable for each of them and the game for like five bucks. And we played through it. Oh, <laughs> like the entire that thing cost, <laughs> the entire thing cost you less than $200. Yeah. yeah. They, for us, like when we played it, it, it was the retail cost of the game. So it was like, you know, a, a five or ten dollar game plus three Game Boy. He, like we already bucks. had a Game Boy Advance, so three yeah. five dollar cables and then two twenty dollar Game Boy Advances, and it was like sixty know. bucks total. Yeah, <laughs> but awesome. we beat it, and it was it was you know it was fun. I I I just I really enjoyed playing it at the time, and I'm like I I was like, is that what I think it is? Is that Crystal Chronicles? <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. So one of the funny things about the Square Enix thing is that they did a lot of remasters and remakes. They really did. But honestly, a lot of them I, I still wanted to play because, okay, Octopath Throw is coming to Steam. I already own it on Switch. I already got bored of the fucking grinding. Um, uh, yeah, I just hit that wall. Yeah, there's <laughs> there is a wall. As soon as you finish getting all the characters, you're like, oh, here, you have to be level 25. What? Excuse me? But everybody's fourteen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like everybody's like fourteen or sixteen. I'm and like, oh. here's twenty XP a monster. <laughs> yeah, passed. Yeah. Thanks. Then, uh, like the last remnant, I never got a chance to play that. So that's got that's just came out on Switch. It's twenty bucks. Okay, that's not a bad price for it. Yeah. Uh, Dragon Quest Builders Two is already coming out. Um, if you ever played the first one, it's Dragon Quest meets <laughs> Minecraft. <laughs> yeah. It'll, it'll be out on July 12th. And it's Minecraft with good music. <laughs> Minecraft has amazing music. You should. Oh. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about with that one. Come on, or, dude. Sorry. Sorry. Minecraft with, yeah, Dragon Quest music. <laughs> okay. That'll be on board with, but Minecraft has amazing music. Yeah. yeah you and I will fight over I that. I know. When I said that, I was like, wait a minute. Really, really nice music. Um, but just that, yeah, that whole aesthetic, yeah. Plus with co-op now, yeah. Which, which honestly <laughs> is a really good idea because just watching that trailer, I was like, okay, I could be on board with this. Yeah. Uh, Dragon Quest Eleven uh, Remaster S Alpha Seven Five Three coming to Switch. Yeah, it had a weird, crazy, it had a really weird, crazy ass title that that uh, yeah, Capcom eight, does. Eight, eight, Eleven. Yeah, eight bit edition. They're I, like, I, it's, <laughs> like I sorry, know, we made all these fancy graphics. Sorry, here's eight bit mode. <laughs> well, the, the thing, the thing with that is that they actually you're able to go back to old, older Dragon Quest. That was that whole thing. Like yeah. you go to Dragon Quest one, two, three, four, five, like all of them up until eleven. That's why they had that aesthetic for eight bit and sixteen bit. Yeah, which made sense. So I was like, okay, that seems like it's that could be fun. But I already have it on PC. You fucking bastards. Nice. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I was interested in one called Circuit Superstars, which they they're trying to make a modern racing game, but instead mm -hmm. of being in the in the driver's seat, it's top down. So it's basically mm -hmm. like an old RC Pro Am style game. Yeah, and it was, and it was it's a, coming in twenty twenty. So it's like that that could be really cool, I guess. Maybe and, and it was a development team of uh three people a family two brothers and a sister yeah. which i thought was really interesting in the fact that it's just a three-person team doing this so that has my attention yeah and it's part of the like square enix has a basically an indie game partnership program and it's yeah which is really 20, cool it's the 2020 release for that program yeah that's right yeah 
Like I, I, I love that Square Enix is doing that because I think uh, like Microsoft has all of that uh, indie partnership and now Square Enix is doing it and a couple other companies have, have started to jump on board. Great idea. Give give indie, more indies more recognition. It's perfect. And uh, speaking of music, Drew, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Square's music is now available to stream at all kinds of crazy places like Apple Music and Spotify and Amazon Music. And that includes, <laughs> very importantly, all of the Final Fantasy soundtracks. Great idea. Yeah. Really is. I'm pretty yeah. sure it probably includes all the Dragon Warrior stuff and Dragon Quest stuff too. So, oh, sh- that was DLC. I thought it was just another remaster. A Kingdom's Hearts three. I, that's what I thought it was. Like I legitimately like they have like 15 different remasters for like one through one and two, like one point five, two point seven, or some shit like that. Like okay, another remaster, fine, whatever. Yeah, Kingdom's Heart three. Like they for this press conference picked a bad name for their DLC. It's called Remind. And like that just makes you think, oh, it's a, just another remix, remaster, yeah, re- remix. something. <laughs> like they had seventeen of them. I was like, okay, another remaster, fine, whatever. Yeah, uh, like I one, yeah. Like <laughs> anyone who listens to the show knows I'm not a huge fan of Kingdom Hearts. I just wasn't my game. It's fine. Kingdom Hearts 1.5 plus 2.5 remaster ultimate edition. <laughs> so you see where I'm confused, right? Yeah. Easily, <laughs> easily. Uh. Anyway, um, Final Fantasy XIV is coming out July 2nd with its Shadowbringers DLC. Um, not DLC so much as just another expansion. Yeah. And honestly, 14 I've, I've tried to get into a couple of times. It's a really good MMO, but it's still an MMO, and it's just not for me. It takes but a long time. It really do does. Anything. I just I don't have the fucking time, honestly. Yeah. The two new playable races that I can't remember the names of because they're crazy. one of them was One of them was uh, the uh, Viera are coming to. Yeah. Uh, and then two new jobs, Gunbreaker and Dancer. So the guy that shoots people and a dancer or something. Fair enough. I don't know. <laughs> lady Bard. Yeah. Yeah, lady, yeah pretty lady much. Lady That's Bard. what it boils down to. That was like one, the race they added the, what is it, Viera? Anyway, the Viera, uh, yeah. yeah, sexy bunny ladies. Like there's yeah, a late female race. It's, <laughs> it's the Chewbacca from Final Fantasy Twelve. <laughs> nice. Uh Dying Light okay. 2 Zombie Parkour is coming in spring of 2020. I'm so hyped for this. I love Dying Light because it was what Dead Island should have been. Yeah. Like the, the, they basically Techland just like, okay, you don't want to let us make the game we want. We're out. We're going to go make our own game with Blackjack and Hookers. <laughs> and they did. And it was great. Dying Light was great, but honestly did not get any of the fanfare it deserved. And I love the fact that it was just co-op zombie parkour. Freaking phenomenal. Yeah. No one would play it with me because no one wanted to play it. <laughs> so yeah. Dying Light 2, Spring 2020, come one, come all, I will play with you. Shut up, Dan. Giggity. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that expression, David. <laughs> yeah, it looks so, good. It's got like crazy. Chris Avalon uh, with the help designing the story behind it. So yeah, yeah it's going to have like city building elements now too uh yeah it looks fun (laughs) slightly less interested but still on board Uh. (laughs) (laughs) uh romancing saga 3 is coming to the west for the first time soon and i played romancing saga 2 and i was like okay i'm getting on board with this it was was pretty fun yep i haven't played the romancing saga games i don't think not anytime recently yeah they have two on switch so i played it there and i was like all right yeah this is not bad yeah. I, um then they announced a 
game based in the Final Fantasy Brave Exvius <laughs> world, which is a tongue twister. There's, right there's a like for one. There's a world with that. What? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and it's called War of the Visions, and it looks like a tactical RPG, and it has massive Final Fantasy Tactics vibes. It's- there's one I want to really address later on in the Nintendo one that I'm super hype about. Yeah. That is Final Fantasy Tactics set in a different world. <laughs> yeah. But this one looks like basically a Final Fantasy Tactics style game. I so mean, if it's, yeah, if it's the same as, yeah, Bravest X, like I'll probably download it and play it up until the point where it's like, all right, you need to wait 15 minutes or, yeah. You can buy a power crystal now. Or yeah. you can just <laughs> suck my whole ass or, and I can uninstall you. Yeah, it, exactly. It is now in development, so who knows when it'll actually come out. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, who cares? Yeah. Uh, and then the last two to hit real quick, uh, they had Onanaki, which is a, a very, very straightforward JRPG. Uh, looked really interesting. Had had a really cool art style. Uh, it's coming in August on the 22nd uh, and then final again fantasy like i said remaster final fantasy 8 remaster yes <laughs> it's give it to me now at some point in 2019 give it to me now apparently one of the 10 final fantasy games paul likes better than final fantasy 7. <laughs> like top three really i just yeah. wonder why it was taking this it's long weird but yes to announce it like... well the thing is that they that that they didn't want to take away from the Final Fantasy VII hype, and that's why all of the other Final Fantasies just quietly released on on other consoles and everything. Like the not remasters, but just you know ports, yeah. just quietly released on all the all, all the other consoles. And they're just like, boom, E three, here it is. We're gonna hype it up because people really liked Final Fantasy VIII for some reason, and I loved it for some reason. I don't know what that reason is, but I just really enjoyed the game. They had the best card game. Yeah, well, there's <laughs> that, but I didn't play it. Because oh, it was okay. a game that distracted good. from the game I wanted to play. <laughs> and by far the biggest announcement that Square Enix made was Marvel's Avengers. And this looks really interesting. It's Crystal Dynamics is making it. It's a completely unique and original story for the Avengers. And it features the Crystal Dynamics interpretation of all of the heroes. So it's their version of the Hulk, their version of Thor, their version of Captain America. And it has like a huge star-studded cast. Like, what's his name? Uh, You got Troy Baker. Nolan North, Troy Baker, uh, Laura Laura Bailey. Bailey. Yeah, like they're just huge, huge people. I couldn't remember North's first name for some reason <laughs> fair enough i don't know what to tell you on that one <laughs> yeah i don't either. I, bl- I blame surgery <laughs> so uh it's going to have four player online co-op and a complete single player it's going to have its own story and it's going to have a multi-year long narrative released over time and the big dunks that they made at the end which were amazing were Every hero in every new region will be free. Mm-hmm. There will be no loot boxes and no pay to win, which is just like jumping posterizing EA with a big, you know, Michael Jordan slam dunk while yeah. they're cowering. <laughs> yeah. they, they also had Travis Willingham as Thor. 
Yeah, like it's they it's had all of cast. the actors in there, and it was just like all of them were like, I never believed I would ever get to play these characters because I'm not these characters in the movies. Why would they ever cast me to play the voice of <laughs> Captain America? Because I'm never going to play Captain America. And now it's just like, well, now <laughs> you can't. <laughs> It but looks, it looks really interesting. Like the, yeah. the story that they're telling has a lot of potential. Right. Yeah. It looked interesting. I just wish they would have shown actual gameplay. I'm okay yeah. with what they had here because I don't okay. think the actual gameplay is anywhere near ready to go. Yeah. Like they, they say May, they say May 15th, 2020. I guarantee you it's going to get pushed back. Okay. Yeah. I can almost I mean, guarantee it. Uh, Quite possibly. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, I prefer, yeah, much better. <laughs> yeah, I, I, Marvel I, experience. I just can't tell what dude. kind of game it's going to be. Like, is yeah. it going to be like a big ass, like, you know, third person, yeah, action character game? Yeah, like in the vein of Uncharted or, right. you know, or, yeah, uh, the PS4 Spider Man. Yeah, like, like, I'm, <laughs> I'm on board. Take as long as you fucking want. I'm, right. I just want the game to be good. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people are comparing it to Anthem at the moment, which is mm-hmm. kind of, so, yeah. like that, but that style of game where it's a four player co-op, people can jump in and out and help each other. And like, that's, right. I, I think the principle behind it is that it's that same style. It's a, it's a game that you can play and it's going to have these missions that you can do with your friends yeah. online. And like, but I was going to like, I didn't know, like, depending on, you know, like, if I really like Black Widow and I want to play Black Widow, can I just play Black Widow? And, you know, how is that like, is AI just going to come in and do like the aerial parts that Thor and Iron Man have to do that? You know, I, I, I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that, a, <laughs> and they don't give any like impression of it. Be, there's yeah. going to be a bunch of new Avengers joining in too. So eventually Spider-Man will be in the game. And eventually yeah. like <laughs> the whole probably a lot of the Marvel right. will be there. Yeah. And I'm curious how that does. Like, does it like, you know, X amount of people do like, yeah, one part of the mission, these guys do this part or, you know, dependent on character ability. I don't know. Like, I wish they would have yeah. given, given us more. But <laughs> I think that's the whole point. It's kind of, yeah. it's a tease for now and we'll learn more over time, which they did a great job piquing everyone's interest, I think. It's just like, yeah. where did this game come from? How how have we not heard any leaks about this yet? <laughs> yeah, and, and honestly, just the amount of effort they've taken to make sure that leaks didn't come out, I applaud them on that one. That's amazing. Yeah. Because Speak, Speaking of applauding, I want to applaud Nintendo for the A-plus Bowser joke at the beginning of their <laughs> direct. That was... <sighs> Okay. That, was that, was, that was fantastic. It was okay. <laughs> it was fantastic. It was, it was a B plus for me. <laughs> and honestly, Nintendo's is probably the best in show. And that I am surprised at how much I enjoyed all of just, hey, here's a thing, here's a thing, here's a thing. We're not going to talk much. Watch the games. Yeah, they, they Two thumbs really up. hammered things out too. Mm-hmm. They have, have a couple new characters and stuff coming into... Uh, Smash Brothers, if you were of that persuasion. Um, oh, yeah. All of the Dragon Quest Eleven characters from the looks of it. And then... <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so from what I saw of that, it was the Dragon Quest Eleven uh, hero. And then his ultimate smash was for Dragon Quest Eight, um, Dragon Quest Seven, and Six. There were at least five characters at one point in time on this. Yeah, there, there's like, but that's the thing is all the heroes from those games are joining him for his ultimate smash. But okay. there was, but the only character that is playable as far as I know is the luminary from Dragon Quest Eleven. Okay. That'll be interesting. 
And then, yeah, their Banjo-Kazooie is yeah, joining Smash, which is like, what? <laughs> it pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> Not that Banjo-Kazooie is in, in, in the game, but the fact that it seemed like they were teasing a new Donkey Kong Country. I was like, uh, I didn't know how much I wanted this until now, and then you take it away from me, Nintendo? Fuck you. What? Have you not played Tropical Freeze yet? No, I didn't, because it was on Wii U, and no one fucking even had know. a Wii U. But now but it's it, on Switch. It, I didn't know that. I didn't know it, was, it existed because it was on Wii U. Yeah, nobody did. Yeah, no one did. <laughs> um, so uh, Luigi's Mansion 3 is a thing. That looks fun. Uh, always down I, for some ghost busting. I didn't realize there was the Luigi's Mansion too. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was on the 3DS, uh, the Dark Moon. <laughs> and I, I, feel I, like... I like the idea of the eight-player co-op scare scraper mode. Like that's kind yeah. of interesting. But other than that, it's it's Luigi's Mansion. Yeah. The the non-Waluigi stepchild of the family. <laughs> so, so so minor bitch. Um, the whole Luigi's Mansion 2 coming out of 3DS, it made me annoyed for uh, Xenosaga um, the hell, uh, Xenoblade um, coming out on 3DS only. And, oh, or if you had a yeah, Xenoblade Chronicles. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to play the shit out of that and then I got the shitty Xenoblade Chronicles 2 and it's fucking garbage and I was like, I want to play Xenoblade Chronicles and then it's just not on Switch. Just give it to me on Switch, okay? That's all I want. Just Fuck. Nice. Anyway, the one I wanted to mention earlier, um, now that I've gotten that on my system, is so earlier we talked about uh, what the hell was that? The Final, Final Fantasy Brave Exvius, which is a really stupid name. Okay. Dark Crystal, great movie. Dark Crystal Age of Resistance Tactics. Holy crap. I'm in. 100%. I'm yeah, in. It's- it looks like it's based on the Netflix reboot because there's a new Dark Crystal show on Netflix. Oh, you don't if have to sell me. I'm in. Already, it's, it's starting <laughs> soon. And like, yeah, they're making a tactical RPG based on it, which is like, do what? Okay, what? Cool. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, like, you, this is, you sold me. Just give me the game. <laughs> and it's coming sometime in 2019, so you won't have to wait terribly long. Yeah, probably Q4. I'm guessing, and honestly, <laughs> but it just it looks like, hey, this is Final Fantasy Tactics, but Dark Crystal. Okay, I'm in. Yeah. Sold. <laughs> don't tell me anymore. I don't need to know. Yeah, just give me the game. <laughs> the next one they showed was Zelda, Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening. Yeah, looked really interesting. It's like a cartoony 3D version of Link to the Past. No, it's. Did you not play Link's Awakening for Game Boy? No. Oh man! Yeah. So this is top three Zeldas. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, this is probably the best Zelda game, period. So it, back in the '90s, um, the the guy who was one of the principal designers on the Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past decided to just you know mess around and make a game, and he got a few other people. And there, there's a whole gaming historian episode on this that we can link in the show notes, but. Basically, he got a bunch of people and they just started making a Game Boy game that was supposed to originally be a Link to the Past port for Game Boy. And then they just like didn't and made a, a completely different game a com- and turns out to be the best Legend of Zelda game to date. Contentious, I know, but it's <laughs> I think it's I, that's my opinion. I think it is yeah. the best Zelda game to date. It's up there. Yeah. Yeah. It, and <laughs> this this remake has been 
people have been waiting for this be for a very long time. This remake is they showed a like a mechanic where you can build your own dungeon. I don't know if that was in the original one. It was so not. That, no. That's new. Yeah. 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 Like you basically get like rooms and you can arrange the rooms and then you fight your way through the dungeon. And like that, that was kind of interesting. So yeah, no, nah, that looks super fun. It was uh, also introduced this fun mechanic of uh, you can combining items, like combining like arrows and bombs to make a bomb arrow. That's cool. It's just all kinds of stuff. It was also the one where you didn't have to have your sword equipped. Like you could equip different items to yeah get your way like through the game. Plus, it also has these fun two D segments that incorporate uh, like Mario elements into it, like jumping and yeah. Goombas and stuff. That's really fun. Nice. Yeah. But much more importantly, let's talk about Trials of Mana. Yes. <laughs> so, so two two big things with Trials of Mana, which is funny. So you're buying a Switch, right? Yes, now I have to. <laughs> I said I would. I said if they ever brought Collection of Mana to the US, I would buy a Switch for it. Sorry. I'm a man of my word, sir. Anyway, I go, will, go on. Eventually, we'll be buying a Switch. <laughs> I can't so, make any promises right now. So, fun joke about that is that um, as I was watching this, Daniel was not able to watch it at the same time that it was airing. And I'm like, so, dude, um, Collection of Mana is coming to Switch. It's like, fuck. And I'm like, you, know, you, got, what, you got three hundred dollars I can borrow. So I was like, the worst part, uh, it's out now. <laughs> he's like, he's like three hundred dollars I can borrow. I was like, uh, theoretically I do, but <laughs> yeah. So the first game they announced is the Trials of Mana 3D remake. So <laughs> a lot like they did with Secret of Mana last year, maybe I think they did a 3D remake of it. Yeah, uh, they're doing a 3D remake of this. This is it's Trials of Mana is the Western name that they're now using for Second Densetsu Three, which has never been brought to the West. Correct. So it's never been localized to the U.S. It's never been tra- officially translated to English. The 3D version is coming early 2020. Yeah, they, they've they've had several localized versions, the, but the they were fan subs. translated. Yeah, and yeah. fan, fan sub. Um, the collection of mana which is the original game boy final fantasy adventure the mm-hmm. super nes secret of mana and the super famicom trials of mana is available right now on the nintendo eShop. okay do we know and it's also available in um hard copy too like you can buy it in hard okay. copy uh do we know if it's multiplayer like a not just uh I don't know. yeah that's what i'm thinking is it, like if it's online multiplayer like you know we're going to play it, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I'm not sure. I mean, I know, you know, I guess y'all know, yeah, they're local multiplayer, but yeah. but it looks like it, like the collection of mana is just like the straight, like, yeah, yeah ROM. It's, it's ROM. Yeah. Straight Game Boy ROM <laughs> yeah. for, for Final Fantasy Adventure, which is funny that they didn't use Sword of Mana, which is the yeah. Game Boy Advance remake. Like, Correct. Yeah, they had that it's on the... much more in the same art style and everything as the, the rest of the mana games. And much more similar kind of gameplay wise, but what what can you do? <laughs> this is what I wanted just just to play the you know original sixteen bit version of Second Densetsu three. So yeah, I'm gonna have to buy that now. Oh man! All right. Barring that, I'm likely going to buy it as well. Um, Witcher three Wild Hunts coming to Switch sometime this year complete edition of it all the dlcs including um blood and wine and i can't remember the other one um 
good stuff. If that's your if that's your title, great. It's coming for you to switch. Awesome. You can play that game in hell handheld mode. Good for you. Those yeah. menus were fucking unreadable. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> so good luck on the if you're playing, yeah, the Switch in portable mode. Fucking. Yeah, good <laughs> luck, dude. Uh Fire Emblem Three Houses, which I am absolutely hyped for. I love the Fire Emblem games and I've I've wanted to play a so I I don't like permadeath in these kind of games. So playing with the quote unquote casual mode and playing that on the big screen, sign me right up right now because uh, the last one I played was the GameCube one and it was hard, really incredibly hard. And I just want to play one in casual mode where I can just play through the story and enjoy the hell out of a a fire emblem game. That's coming on July 26th of this year. Um, Resident Evil five and six are coming to switch in fall and were you hyped about this, Dan? Which one? The uh, No More Heroes three. Eh. Eh. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, fair. Like, <laughs> I, I, no More Heroes games are kind of fun. Like they're the funny premise. I never played the second one. The first one was hilarious. It's basically like you take the idea of Scott Pilgrim of like you know a guy. Well, if you if you never played No More Heroes, the the basis of the game is that a dude orders a lightsaber off of the internet like a real working lightsaber and like ends up having to fight the 10 deadliest assassins in the world who all want his lightsaber because he like outbid them for it or something sorry sorry <laughs> beam sword they can't use yeah. lightsaber i know but it's, it's, the same thing. it's an absolute lightsaber. <laughs> but but that's the premise of the game like you fight the 10 deadliest assassins in the world because they all want your lightsaber because you managed to actually buy a real one and they want it. I don't know what the second game is about, but that was the first game. <laughs> the third game looks pretty funny because Travis Touchdown is kind of hilarious. And his name is Travis Touchdown. <laughs> because how do you like what more American name do you get? Yeah, that's a that's a damn fair point. <laughs> uh, then the very boring looking Contra Rogue Corpse is out on yeah. September 24th. However, the Contra collection, which is 10 Contra games, is available now for the Switch. And that looks like it's probably good to pick <laughs> up. I didn't realize there were 10 Contra games. Right. Yeah. Ten, 10 2D Contra games. Yes, like, of course. Which, <laughs> although um, there, one of them was not fully 2D. Like they had a, a blend of levels between like 3D, 2D, and a couple other ones. I think it was like okay. I think it was Contra Hardcore or something like that. Okay. But they have pretty much all of the Contras that came out from the original Contra until present, which is yeah. pretty awesome. Then they had Damon X Machina, which is a weird Gundam mech combat game. Like that's the only way I can really think to describe it. Yeah. You build your own mechs. I, I, like I played the demo. I don't know. Like it's, it's just kind of slow. Like any mech game. I, I just find them slow. Yeah. Like, I don't know. like for having, I don't know, aerial combat, you think you should move faster. But I don't know. There's nothing really there. That one comes yeah. out September 13th. Yeah. Uh, it looks reasonably fun. So is Panzer Dragoon a remake? It looked like a remaster to me. Yeah. It's but a, I might be wrong. Yeah, it's a remake Yeah, of the first one. But is it a full remake or is it a remaster? It of, of looked it? like a full remake. Because, right. uh, just with the graphics because they look much more cartoony 3D-ish. Um, that, that's coming at some point this winter. 
yeah they described it this winter uh we got again further confirmation of pokemon sword and shield being november 15th Mm -hmm. uh a weird action combat game called astral chain where you like your hero is linked together with some weird alien <laughs> so and... this one looked kind of fun because it's from platinum games like yeah. the good people of near uh tamada and uh like uh, bayonetta oh so but, yeah weird. yeah <laughs> so it's like a weird crazy action game but like the action when i was watching the uh nintendo treehouse i mean it was very fast very fluid a lot of combos uh, a lot of customizations, like once after you kill the enemies, you get all your pieces, you start like, yeah, customizing your guy. looks really good. Uh, yeah. uh, Platinum, like they're a solid like B plus, you know, like games. They, they're they pretty consistent. Right. Yeah. And that one's coming August 30th. Yeah. And then uh, more information on Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, The Black Order coming July 19th. And that is only coming to Switch, which yeah. previously it had been on PlayStation and Xbox. Yeah. For the last ones that, that eventually expands, like that hasn't been around for like what 10 15 years now. Yeah, it's, been a, it's been a while, it's been a minute. So, this was actually like people were surprisingly hyped for this. Yeah, I have my uh, blockbuster copy that I bought used of Marshable Ultimate Alliance. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I still have like both of them on PlayStation 2. Yeah, um. <laughs> The next game was pretty funny because it's like a new game that was just also announced like out of nowhere called yeah. Cadence of Hyrule. And it, it is a literal mashup between Crypt of the Necrodancer and Zelda. <laughs> so, I hear those games are hard. Yeah, like, you have to do everything to the beat. of the yeah, there, yeah. There's, there's a, a quote unquote easy mode in this one where okay. they basically have a single beat. So you only have to master that one beat in order to progress of the game i remember seeing a couple of guys on the discord server for tadpog talk about it okay so it should already be out it came out on uh june 13th so there we go yep. no, nothing more needs to be said about that <laughs> <laughs> next we have mario and sonic at the olympic games woo yay eh, they're, they're pretty fun games i'll give it a try that's coming in november 2019 to promote the 2020 olympic games in tokyo which makes sense you have two of the biggest Japanese companies that everyone knows advertising for the Olympics in Japan. Yay. <laughs> uh, then they talked about that they're delaying the next Animal Crossing game. Which is bullshit. Called, yeah. Animal Crossing <laughs> New Horizons. Hopefully they fix all the problems with it because apparently they have like a, a, all the reviews I've seen of, of like where the game is currently at is that it like fixes all of the problems everyone's complained about with the last Animal Crossing game. Which is good. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know there were any. And I love that they totally made fun of uh, your, your slavery to Nook. I Dude. Like, that, was, like, that made I, me laugh so hard. <laughs> so, so Hannah didn't realize that that was a thing. And I was like, well, yeah, if you want to work for a person who's put you into literal slavery and kidnapped you. And she's like, what? So I showed her the fan theory and people that have quote unquote debunked it. And I'm like, no, I just, I still subscribe to that. Tom Nook's an asshole. That's funny. Uh, I know they, um, as of today, they announced there's going to be auto saving mm-hmm. in the game. And so, which Nintendo announced this put um, everybody's second most hated person, Mr. Assetti out of a job. Because, like, if you ever, like, close Animal Crossing without saving, 
Like when you log oh. back in the next day, you would get bitched out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 This, like, bowl in the hard hat. <laughs> and so, so now oh, they so said funny. he's hard at work looking for a new job, but he <laughs> currently hope, hope is he, unemployed. <laughs> I hope hope he pops up randomly throughout the game, like looking for work. <laughs> like Oscar the like Oscar the Grouch style. <laughs> oh. It's just randomly there in a trash heap. It's just like things used to be good back in the day, but now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, place. <laughs> to close out Nintendo, they just mentioned that they're working on a sequel for Breath of the Wild. Yeah, they had a like a 30 second cutscene, and oh. then it showed Link in his Breath of the Wild, uh, like uh, his hero's tunic. And it looked really neat. And I was sitting there thinking, is this like, I don't know what this is. I can't remember what I was thinking it was, but I just seeing the Breath of the Wild, I was like, oh. Okay. I thought it was a new Dragon Quest, actually. I thought uh, they were announcing a new Dragon Quest for some reason. I hope they actually put dungeons into this game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They had four of them. Yeah. The Great Beasts count as dungeons, I guess. Or, like, and if you did one Great Beast first, you can kind of negate a lot of the puzzles in the other dungeons. It's yeah, like... yeah. I probably did not do that. But, uh, um... I don't know. Like, yeah, I hope they try to go back to more traditional Zelda format. Uh, yeah. Maybe less weapons that break after three swings. God, be. just <laughs> remove weapon durability, please. Yeah. That, Period. That was, yeah. I hated that. But um, they, I remember that the, so Breath of the Wild is, you make your own fun in that kind of game. You make your own fun in any sort of uh, large, um, open world RPG and people were kind of pooping on it saying it was the most boring Zelda today. And I'm like, okay. Seems like a weird flex to me. (laughs) Nice. All right. Well, to wrap up this whole conversation, do you guys feel like Sony was missed this year? Honestly? No. Did you? I mean, no, I mean, it'd have been nice to see them, but yeah, I guess if they didn't have anything to announce, they don't have anything to announce. I know there's just still big two big gaps with like Ghost of Tsushima, which was like a huge game that looked really cool, and then Last of Us Two. Yeah. But I guess they don't have anything to share. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just you know, part of me, you know, the cynic in me wonders like, were Microsoft and Ubisoft and uh Square Enix were their presentations better this year because Sony was absent or were they like legitimately, did they do a better job this year? And like, I don't know if there's a good answer for that. I don't either. It's a very good question. Like you you look at all of their presentations and honestly, they don't seem very different from the last couple of years. So I don't know if they did. Microsoft did a little bit. It seemed like they picked up the pace and they like didn't mm-hmm. let things lag as much as they did in previous years. And they, they just kept the pace moving where they it, last year they didn't. And the year before they definitely didn't. That's fair. That's fair. It's just, like, just but like I Ubisoft if, didn't seem different, but it makes me wonder if like they felt the need to like step up since Sony wouldn't be there or if they just look good because, you know, Sony isn't outshining them like they have the past couple of years. That's fair. Yeah. It's just a. Uh... Go ahead, you. Oh, sorry. I was going to say there wasn't a whole overlap of games. Like you didn't see, you know, a game yeah. at Ubisoft, then at Microsoft, then at PlayStation. So you didn't get like worn out on yeah. seeing like the same trailers, you know, other than like Jedi Fallen see, Order. Yeah. It was just about to uh, at like five different <laughs> places. Yeah. yeah. So that kind of helped everybody. It definitely helped. <laughs> like, uh, and they didn't even yeah. mention FIFA and Ubisoft, which I was like, okay, great. Perfect. Keep yeah. going. 
don't care. And lastly, who do you think did best? That's a tough call. I think it's if we have to pick the winner of E3 based on their presentation, I I, do every year. I don't know if I could choose an actual winner. I think Nintendo brought the most to the table, but Ubisoft presentation was probably the the best way to do it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I feel like that they that Ubisoft did a great job of presenting, but Nintendo brought more to the table. Yeah, I I would probably agree to a point. Like I think, I think Ubisoft probably had the best overall presentation. Mm-hmm. So I I feel like I would give them the highest grade if I'm you know passing out grades. <laughs> That's fair. What about you? Uh, yeah, I'd have to give it to Nintendo. They had the variety. <laughs> yeah, they definitely. Even did. though you know, even though I guess half of it were remakes, but it is a variety. Like <laughs> yeah. I'm giving it to Devolver Digital. I'm changing my vote. Right, uh, <laughs> it's entirely fair. They do a great job every year. They really do. Which we we did forget one game, which was Ubisoft's Gods and Monsters. Yeah. Which was PG-13 God of War. Yeah. It's kind of, I don't well, know. Didn't looks, everybody forget it? I don't know. I thought it looked really good because it has that kind of Breath of the Wild like yeah. uh, art style. But I don't know. I, I love Greek mythology. <laughs> Yeah, it'll Although, be interesting to see once we get to see more from that game. Uh, yeah, that's that's kind of why I kind of glossed over it because I just there wasn't much to talk about. Yeah, yeah. they basically wanted to do more with mythology than they could with Assassin's Creed Odyssey. <laughs> yeah, so they started working on this game. And yeah, it, so it'll be interesting to see what they do. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, I think that will about wrap it up. Uh, Drew, do you want to let people know where to find you if they would like to find you? Um, sure. Uh, me and my wife, we kind of sort of do a podcast called Hops and Heroes, uh, where we just yeah, kind of talk about our life and the beers we're drinking. We usually yeah grab a couple of craft beers and talk about that, and just the games we're playing that week. Uh, nothing too fancy, but we are at hopsandheroes.podbean.com is where you can find our show and it's on all the um, uh, yeah podcast feeds that you can find. And it is an amazing show. would hundred percent recommend listening to it because Drew and Bailey play off so well with each other. And <laughs> I know, I know I was, I know I was sad that Bailey couldn't join us and I, I can speak for Dan and say that we were all sad that Bailey yeah. could not join us. She's got work to do. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Couldn't talk games with us. <laughs> yeah unfortunately she had to yeah uh help uh host a party at her workspace tonight yeah yeah it happens yeah. <laughs> got anything else to add Dan? nope i'm i'm good to go wonderful all right folks uh if you want to get into contact with us feel free to contact us at podcast at lodocartgaming.com that is our email address goes to both of us if you want to follow me on twitter take a look at uh, when i go live on twitch and just about anything that goes through my stupid little head at paul cluel on twitter p-a-u-l-c-l-e-w-e-l-l and uh, daniel runs the at loaded cart and his own at chop the viking accounts if you want to see me, I'm at twitch.tv slash what's Paul playing today. I stream Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Although Fridays, I do go way late for Dungeons and Dragons. Daniel, twitch.tv slash shop the Viking. When is your stream schedule, sir? Uh, I am recovering from surgery right now, so I will be <laughs> taking, taking some time off. That's entirely fair. It's a really <laughs> so far I haven't I 
completely honestly forgot about the fact that you had surgery. So <laughs> it seems you're recovering well. I, I'm sitting down and I don't have to move. So we're pretty That's good. That's entirely fair. If you want to give us a few uh, taking a look sees at social media, all the rest of the links are in the show notes at loadedcartgaming.com. And if you love us, please consider leaving a review on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you're listening to us on. It really does help us other people find the show. It helps us out. It's the biggest thing you can do to help the show is word of mouth. We really appreciate all of you. And if you want to, you know, kick us a little bit for maybe like buy coffee or something every month, uh, check us over on uh, patreon.com slash loaded cart gaming. And if you like, you love our t-shirts, we got some pretty sweet t-shirts and uh, Chompa has his for his uh, Twitch uh, channel as well. So take a look at loaded slash merch. Anybody have anything else to add before we go? Bye. Bye. All right, folks. Thank you so much for listening. And here's some smooth jazz to play you out. Then they did uh, that one's coming out June 13th, so really mm-hmm. soon. Uh, Mario but and Sonic at already the out. Yeah, it's gonna be that's <laughs> a three <laughs> days ago. Yeah, because it's just three days ago, bud. <laughs> so, yeah, really soon for people. They don't next know when we're when recording this. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least we have a stinger. Recording. Do we have a stinger now? Maybe. <laughs>